interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Welcome to episode 6 of The Salt Report, where three of the saltiest nerds on the internet dish out all of their salt regarding video games, cosplay, and other nerd-related topics. I'm Jake Lionheart, and with me is Kay. Kay, how you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. And uh, with us, the Cayman Rider Supreme, Nikki, <laughs> how are you doing? I'm great. You haven't Thank changed you. your, your Twitter handle yet, right? No. Well, I, I did a little bit. I, I put the... So, okay, what I do? I put the gay <laughs> part in gamer, all caps. <laughs> okay. Gamer with a Y. Sure the the yeah. emphasis. <laughs> but your icon is still the Cayman Rider, right? Oh, yes. It okay. might be changing soon, though, because I commissioned a friend to draw my uh, Bloodborne character. It turned out really, really good. Oh, nice. So by the time this, this episode airs, <laughs> it'll be completely different. Maybe, because uh, <laughs> I also commissioned the Kamen Riders, so I, I want to keep it for a while. It's only been a nice. few weeks. <laughs> Well, um, welcome everybody to the show. Um, we wanted to shout out our sponsor. Yes, we are getting sponsored again, you guys. <laughs> we're a new show, but you'd be surprised at how many people are pounding down the doors to get a sponsor spot. And uh, tonight, our sponsor is Mercy Mains because I'm, I'm doing pray hands right now. Because yeah, Mercy Mains. because we don't deserve them. We you don't. Mercy Mains, we love you. Um, thank you for not being salty when you should be salty. Keep, oh, and, uh, doing, keep doing, doing the yeah. Lord's work, Mercy Mains. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then thank you Bless for being them. salty when it's necessary to be salty, too. I mean, cause... I'm a Mercy Main, and I don't deserve them either, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, so, let's get into some uh, pre-salt. Um, I played the Prey demo last night. I don't know if you guys have tried it yet. No, what's no that like? Because what I'm, I'm curious about it. <laughs> It's interesting. Um, it's the first hour of the game, which I was like, wow, that's pretty decent. But then, you know, first hour can either go by really fast or really slow, depending on how you play it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's stuff about the game that I really like. I guess essentially, um, I don't know how much is spoilers or not, but... Um, if it's the first hour can... of the game, I don't think it's spoilers. Okay, cool. So then you, you can... Which is really cool is that you can either choose to be male or female and you still have the same name, which is Morgan U. That's cool. So, yeah, it kind of works out where I'm like, hey, Morgan actually is a pretty decent name for you, whether you're a guy or a girl. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, And, and honestly, um, I'm totally down with any game finally letting me play as a lady. Like, get with yes. the times. Come on. Seriously. Yeah. Which there's there's more of that in the salt more section. More of that in a moment. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stay tuned. And, um... But it's really cool, and it has, like, the when you're selecting the character, um, it has a really cool, like, a, um, I guess animations kind of have, like, the guy on the left, the girl on the right, and it's like you're looking in a mirror. And the animation, the way it looks, is really good. I was like, wow, man, this looks so awesome. Um, and I guess essentially you're set in, um, it's like your first, supposedly it's your first day on the job. Your brother is, like, all excited. You decided to join the business type of a thing. You put on some cool spacesuit thingy or in your fancy um, um, apartment room, and you can look around. There's like a fake like PS4 Xbox hybrid <laughs> controller thingy. Um, there's all kinds of cool stuff. You walk out, 
you get to ride on this like really cool helicopter and it does this really cool with the credits where you kind of get on the the helicopter and like you look outside the window and there's a building and it says Bethesda Games and you're like, oh, snap. <laughs> and as they're flying, it's like the helicopter pilot's like, oh, check out the bay. You know, it looks really nice over there. And as you look, it's kind of like the Golden State Bridge and it says like, you know, um, I forget what the game developer is, Astral Works, I don't know. Whatever the, you know, the team working on it is over it. And then um, you fly some more and you get to the main building you're supposed to be at. And of course, on top of it says pray. And you're like, oh, this is dope. So did and, you say uh, that Sorry, did you say Bethesda was working on this, or was it just Bethesda? Yeah, I didn't even know it was Bethesda when I first oh, no. saw some of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, so exactly, because that's how I feel. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I hate it. Um, it, it is supposed to be kind of like a <laughs> scary first-person game, which also stay tuned because we're gonna get into that a little bit later <laughs> in the Fort Assault. Um, and to be honest with you, it it was kind of um. It makes you feel kind of scared, like as far as like, oh, you're walking into new areas or bad guys. Um, but the way it does it, I feel is really cheap. So I guess it kind of has that Half-Life vibe to it where you're kind of like in a laboratory and then something goes wrong. Okay, but Half-Life was actually like a little bit scary. <laughs> Half-Life was good. So I don't, I don't know what was going on with them trying to be, I don't know what they're trying to be with this game to be honest with you, but it has that sci-fi vibe. Um, the the enemies in this are things called mimics, and they're like kind of like goopy, um, like black ink type thingies. But they look like I don't know how to describe it. Like they have like long spider legs, and uh, they're called mimics because they look like anything. Like when you're introduced to them, the guy was like, "Hey, my coffee was just full," and the coffee mug turns into this thing and murders them right in front of you, and you're like, "Oh my gosh." Um. So then you go into different rooms and anything in the room can be these little monster thingies. Hmm. And um, sometimes it gives you a hint because you'll walk into the room and it's like them trying to hide from you. So all of a sudden you'll see like a chair tip over and you're like, it's That's the freaking spooky. chair. Yeah. So it is kind of spooky. The, the worst thing about it, and this is where I thought it was cheap, was when you go into the room where you're not sure. And so you're kind of trying to creep in. It does this weird like music anytime they actually manifest so it'll be quiet and then also it's like you know the, and like the music scares me more than the stupid monsters do like I'm sitting there like oh freaking crap with the music like and to oh. me I feel like that's cheap like I would rather I don't know like have them mess with my mind as far as like I see the monster I know I have to get past the monster it's scaring me how do I figure out how to get past it how to sneak past it because um, there is a moment like that later on in the game where there's like a bigger version of the monster um, and so you see it walking around so you're like oh my gosh like how do I sneak past it without it seeing me and then when it does see you you freak out and you're running like oh don't kill me don't kill me don't kill me that to me freaks me out more than just Brah! I'm like I don't need freaking inception music right now <laughs> you don't need the, the musical need, cue to be scared yeah it's just like it, it, that irritated me so much more see that's where like Bloodborne was really good because you didn't have that music unless it was a boss fight. Like you're just yeah. running around with things spooking you. Like I don't know, Bloodborne scared me all the time. And yeah, that's the thing too. Yeah, you, quite a bit more. Yeah, than you I turn a corner. <laughs> yeah, you turn yeah. a corner and there's like a werewolf thing just to, and you know it can't right. see you. But oh. then you're like, 
what am I supposed to do with that? What is that thing? Or like, uh, you see the amygdala for the first time, you're like, what if there's a big giant monster? What am I supposed to do with that? You know? Yeah. To, to be perfectly honest, that stupid Resident Evil style dog scare in the, in the cathedral, I was on voice chat with my friend and I actually screamed and scared him. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic yeah that's great yeah. So, I did the I same thing know. when the amygdala looked at me it's the one that hangs yeah. on the building and if you get too close it kind of turns its head scared the crap out of me yeah, yeah. it tries to grab you no so. it didn't it didn't try to grab me it was I was coming from behind it you know right oh. where Eileen stands and when I got okay. close it kind of looked at me but it didn't do anything but it was oh nice that was almost scarier like it's not yeah, like it's it, it doesn't care. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, okay. And then I feel like even like the sound on in Bloodborne, like when you hear them, like, "Oh, you wretched beast!" and yeah. like that's like even you can see them. You see them swinging at you, but you hear them, and it sounds scarier. Like or the crows, you know, away, away, yeah. and you're like, ah. I've heard a but lot like, of this people just... say something to the effect of, "I always try to kill those crows before they make that awful noise." Oh yeah, they sound. <laughs> freaking creepy They're especially so when you don't see them and they do it yeah and they start like bark cawing at you and it's like yeah. oh my god yeah your so, skin crawl i don't know maybe we're spoiled with Bloodborne, maybe. But, <laughs> i mean i don't know like I, I i see the potential in this game the story as far as what it seems like you reveal that it's like it's all like kind of fake and apparently whatever these monster thingies are help you to in a sense almost like um Bioshock, where you can inject yourself and get powers, type of a thing. Hmm. So it kind of has that vibe to it. Um, but the big thing is there's because it makes you think it's this is like your first day on the job, and it turns out like because when um, actually if you look at Allison, Allison's um, uh, profile pic, she actually has the female version of Morgan <laughs> on it, where it's like looking at his red eye. Mm-hmm. Apparently that's like the power up thing. It's this thing that you inject in your freaking uh, eye, all scary. Gross. Yeah, super gross. So that's why the eyes all red. And then you find out that like apparently every time they would do these tests, um, because of the stress of it, it would reset you your memories to the from when you first started. So you had actually been there for like almost three years, oh. doing this over and over, living out the same day over and over for three years. And that's why your eyes all jacked up and stuff like that. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, this has a cool story. And my thought was like, oh, is it like you progress in a certain amount of the story and then you wake up in your room again? Because there's kind of like cupboards in your fridge and you can store stuff or take stuff out. So I'm like, oh, maybe that's the whole point. You wake, But in the hour demo, it doesn't really reset you. So yeah. I don't know if that's a cool mechanic in the game or not until, you know, it comes out on Friday. But I don't know. Overall, I was just kind of like, I want to pay 60 bucks for it. And by the way, um, like, I, did, yeah. I did look it up because I was wondering, but it's uh, the developer is Arcane Studios, which did the Dishonored games. Arcane, yeah. And Bethesda's publishing, like you said. Um, and yeah. It is a, if anybody didn't know, because I didn't, the it is a reimagining of the 2006 video game Prey, uh, not a sequel or anything like that. Because um, I was not perfectly clear on that. I don't remember that, that game. Um, I vaguely remembered that there was a video game named Prey, and that it was related to the 2017 Prey, so I decided to look it up, and it is a reimagining. Um, it was done by um. a completely de- different developer and publisher. So, um, 
that's why the sequel didn't get made. It just kind of fell into development hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now yeah. they're, re- they're remaking it with the Dishonored people and, unfortunately, Bethesda Softworks. <laughs> they're not a great publisher of video games. Like, I know mm. a lot of people like Fallout and a lot of people like um, Elder Scrolls, but they're not a great publisher. I'm just thinking back to The Evil Within and how much of a disaster the playtesting on that game must have been, because it was not stable on release. (laughs) Not that that was a very good game to begin with, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm interested in hearing what, you know, if you guys check it out, what you think of it, or hearing what the other podcasts that have checked it out think, but I was... I wasn't impressed by it. I'm like, if this was one of those games that I could get for free or um, <laughs> pay it. as minimum as possible, Go to I would box. maybe play it. Yeah, that's probably what I'll end up doing. Yeah, see how that goes. But even then, like, I'm like, I'd rather play other games before I give this a shot because mm-hmm. that that hour didn't didn't like hook me or anything. It like more irritated me. Um, another fun um, fact about this game is that uh, Mick Gordon, who did the music for Killer Instinct and a couple of the Wolfenstein games and the new Doom, is doing the music hmm. for it. That's huh. cool. Yeah, I think they might have had an easy job because they just fell on the keyboard and for the scary parts. <laughs> and because I couldn't even tell you what the melody was, other than it scared the crap out of me every time it came on. <laughs> And that was scarier than the monsters. Oh, Mick Gordon does oh, good no. music. The Killer Instinct soundtrack's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's actually... I don't even remember the Killer Instinct Oh, man, I played it so much. <laughs> so, I love that stupid soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of music, uh, that's my next part of uh, Free Salt, is that um, for, for a while I've been um, tossing back and forth the idea of doing a Bloodborne mixtape. And I know the guys at the Dark Inside have been like, when is he going to do it? Um, so I started it, so I've already got seven songs done. And I usually don't do more than, like, eight. And I still have, like, another seven to do. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> so, um, and then uh, because of my good friend Nikki and yeah. my <laughs> mutual respect for Abritus, um, I have yes. a special song called Abritus Did Nothing Wrong. <laughs> yes. I'm so and, excited. Yeah, I'll have to send it to you, but uh I'm so excited. Yeah, I should have just called it what would you say summer child? <laughs> Sweet summer child. Sweet summer child. child. <laughs> and maybe I'll put that as like the parentheses, like AKA Fantastic. Sweet. But Sweet um, Summer Child. Yeah, I actually had a lot of fun doing that song because I'm just like, She did nothing wrong. You guys are so mean. <laughs> And then in the song, it's actually gonna be like a bonus thingy, because I guess my idea for it is almost as though um, every song is kind of like progressive, so it starts with the contract and then running through You're central. Spoiling Yarnum. the whole mixtape. Um, well, if you play the game, you know exactly what happens. <laughs> so it kind of like progresses like that. Um, but so then I was gonna do like yeah, as a bonus thingy, it's um, a Britus killing the scholar of Menses and a hunter. So that's that's a little bit of a spoiler for the song. But, oh, I'm glad. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll have to send it to you guys so you can check it out. And um, I'm hype. Yeah, I didn't really have too much um, pre-salt just because I, other than Prey, I didn't really, and Bloodborne, I didn't really play anything this week. Um, but yeah, that's all my pre-salt. Most of it was just me spending that much time on Prey because I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about it. I'm really curious to hear what 
other people that's too bad too because like you'd think with the demo that's like what they think will get you hooked on it yeah it's just not working well, and that was the kind first of... hour of the game isn't a good demo yeah honestly. like i don't know what they were thinking like why would you do the first hour of your game when you're wine like i don't know most demos is kind of like a tweaked version of like the first level because because the near de- yeah. the near automata demo is the first you know level of the game or whatever but it works really mm-hmm. well um, sometimes that just isn't the case, though. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. like I meant yeah. like the first hour of um, like even Bloodborne when they were doing the alpha demo, it's just like, well, this is cool, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I died in the first like twenty seconds of that demo. I was at PAX and I like waited in line for two hours, <laughs> and I get there and I was like, boom, dead, and I was just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Well, this sucks, and the guy's just like, you want to keep going? I'm like, uh, you know, my pride as a gamer has been hurt, so no, I want to go. And he's like, here, have two shirts. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> you always got two shirts out of it. I played yeah. it for the first time at the GameStop release event, and um, I was the second person to play. Nice. Somebody else went ahead of me and died really fast, and then I just like kicked ass at it for some reason. Oh. That's awesome. It was like, I think they let me play for 10 minutes and they're like, okay, you have to give it up. And I was like, all right. So, <laughs> and then I went home and played it myself and promptly died. So, I guess that was just peer pressure. Yeah. Yeah. But, yep. So, that's my pre salt. All right. My turn. Um, yeah. I got to the second dungeon in Persona 5. Woo! Um, haven't played beyond that. Stay tuned for why. Uh, <laughs> um, I finished the little Kuko plush that I was working on last week, and it turned out yeah. super cute. It's so cute. And I'm really happy with it. So that's awesome. great. Um, I, I maybe squealed a little bit when I saw it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's real cute. Um, and then, uh, if you ever wondered what happens behind when the when you're off the record at the courthouse, I had a very serious discussion with a real-ass district court judge about which attorney in the hearing we were about to go into would win in a fight. <laughs> like They came in, they were arguing, and the judge kind of peeked his head in to see if they were ready, so I ran to the door and I was like, look, I don't know where the defendant is, I'm going to ask, but they're arguing, so I can't get a word in edgewise. And I made a joke about how if it came to blows, I would... I would call control and then he's like who do you think would win <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to take bets <laughs> yeah. we both bet on the prosecutor in, in case anybody was wondering because he's taller because <laughs> he's taller but we yeah, also he's... agreed that if the defense attorney got him on the ground he'd probably win that fight <laughs> I love how it turned into MMA all of a sudden yeah <laughs> this guy's got the reach but this guy's got the groundwork. so <laughs> so in case anybody was wondering what courthouse employees do when they're bored <laughs> It's that. They're, they're taking bets. <laughs> the other thing I... This one I was not... Uh, I didn't participate in, but some of the people at the front counter got bored during a slow day, and they, like, um, got a name change, like a generic name change position and a petition and filled it out for one of the other people that work there and named his name to something stupid, like Coco or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so that's what you do when you're bored down there? You forge court documents? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's um, fantastic. And then I talked briefly last week about borrowing my friend's Vampire Hunter D movies. Yeah. And I watched them. Um, <laughs> Vampire Hunter D... 
like the 1984 movie or whatever sucks. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> I watched the English dub because, as I've discussed before, I'm really lazy. Um, well, you gotta, especially with like the older anime, because then it's just it it makes it so much worse. The dub is so awful for that movie. <laughs> That's the they're one kinda, I remember. They're kind of going off of the uh, speed racer principle. Mm-hmm. Where oh, they just no. talk really, they translated everything pretty literally, and they tr- they talk really really fast to get all of their thoughts out in one go. Um, <laughs> God, it's bad for the voice actors. It's bad. The art's pretty bad. It you can tell that it was done really cheaply. There's lots of repeating shots, and um, you it, you can tell it's bad. So then I watched Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust, and like it's so much better in every way. It's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's awesome. I need to watch that. It's so good. Is it? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, really awesome. And um, my friend has informed me that I'm going to be joining them on their Vampire Hunter D group for SakuraCon next year. Fantastic. So I guess that's happening. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> next year, SakuraCon keeps getting better and better. Yeah, bo- both of my friends were kind of talking about how they're going to do it. And they're like, and you're going to be Grove. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> Good. Good. So, yeah, that's my pre-salt. Oh, boy. Well, you mentioned Persona 5, and uh, I've been playing quite a bit, and it's so good. It is so good. I think I said that last week, but it still continues to be really good, and I love it. So, you know, I I have my issues with it, but I'll talk about that later. Um, (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) Yeah, stay tuned. Uh, At lunch today, I saw, well, I watched the trailer for Code Vein because we keep bringing that up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's a new trailer or if it's no, it is from... a new trailer. Yeah. Is it a new trailer? The, they uh, put out the teaser trailer was done in like a a chalkboard drawing kind of style. Yeah, the yeah. art is so cool for that first one. So like this one was, they were showing off more of the like the scenery and such and mm-hmm. like what like maybe a potential boss fight would look like because they were fighting bigger monsters and it you know it's it's anime as heck but i'm i'm digging it i'm on board i don't know if i'll pay like 60 bucks for it but i'll definitely give it a try like it it looks like it has potential to be like a solid fun like kind of like arcade style beat 'em up Mm -hmm. type of game so i'm i'm hyped for that i think i might Um, do the 60 (laughs) dollars (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what it is about the trail that trailer, but it kind of won me over and like a cool. I don't know if it was like the epic music and then like the Japanese like narration or something like that, but it was mm-hmm. just it did feel well, like it over. The t- I think um, Bashful Trey on Twitter said it's like it feels like a really bad shonen uh, jump yeah. cartoon, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm a here sucker for that though. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm a sucker for shonen jump stuff. So yeah, I'm probably on board. It's like it's like Bleach or something. It's like I eat that up. Yeah, so it's it's totally appealing to me in that vein. Uh, but um, <laughs> code vein. <laughs> When's it? It's not gonna be out for a while, is it? I think next year. Okay. Well, I don't know when. Twenty eighteen. But sometime twenty eighteen. Sometime twenty eighteen. Yeah. Because like. I still have. I want to get near really badly now because everyone's playing and I keep hearing really good things about it. Mm-hmm. And 
but I have Persona 5, so I really, really need to beat that before I invest in Nier. Yeah. I was so. at the store recently, and Nier Automata is still 60 bucks. Like It's going to be for a while. Yeah. So. yeah. It's doing well, so yeah. they're going to keep getting their... I mean, Overwatch stayed at, like, 50 for a long time. Yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> I think I paid full price for it, and it had been out for almost a year. I bought it well, right when it came quite. out, so... I definitely paid full price for it. <laughs> <laughs> they they don't like discounting it on console either because it's like they're making people pay. Well, they don't. I don't know. PC is got... a little bit less. Yeah. But... I was gonna say I get it for PS4 when they had one of their actually during their holiday sales like thirty bucks. See, that would have been smart. But then like I it was like. It... But then like, it was like funny because the they sales. yeah, but then they did like a flash sale and it was like cheaper than that I think not by much but I was just like of course I buy it when I think it's cheap and then you guys do like oh it's even cheaper so right like yeah. I remember there being a flash sale I was like oh I don't really care about Overwatch and then a freaking like a month later it's like I need Overwatch <laughs> yeah. ah! <laughs> like I was losing my mind I needed it the speaking of Overwatch I got all the skins I wanted from the event nice um I'm not proud how I got those skins. Oh. Um I I was waiting it out until like it half the end of the event kinda lined up with payday. And mm. I was like, I could I could drop a little bit of money on some loot boxes. <laughs> so I, I, I threw thirty bucks at it. So that's not so bad. But I got employee of the month at work and they gave me like a $50 gift card, so I threw that at it as well. <laughs> oh, snap. So, Plus the $30? Yes. Oh, so snap. I had a lot of loot boxes. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. And, you know, you should do it, it like was a, good. What's it called? Don't they do like the live stream unboxing or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, but no, like, I'm salty about loot boxes. I'm so mad at this event and the loot boxes. Like, holy crap. I'll... You'll get into that later. But, <laughs> geez. But uh they're also doing a uh an event like with the Blizzard is with Heroes of the Storm, which I didn't even know what that was. But it's um MOBA. What kind of MOBA is that? MOBA, what, yeah. What does that freaking mean? I don't know. Multiplayer Multi. online battle arena. Yeah. Oh okay, so it's yeah, it's like League, and I didn't know anything about League of Legends, but my friend, he was just like, I'll help you. I was like, okay, and then we played a bunch of levels, and I got the Oni Genji skin, and that's what prompted me to become pro Genji. So I was like, I'm going to be pro Genji, it's going to be great, I'm really bad as Genji, um, but it's cool, because, you know, when you have a character that looks good, you feel good. <laughs> So I've been rocking Genji until my team starts dying, then I'll switch to like Zenyatta and we'll everyone will be like, Thank you. Um But so yeah, that's that's pretty good. Uh one thing I have found is before a match, like if you're waiting to attack and stuff, there's usually like chairs in the area. So I'll like position myself in a chair, use the emote where Genji sits and is like meditating. And I've had people, like, I'll say hello, and then they'll walk up to me and, like, punch me. 
and then I'll say thank you, and then they start like jumping and saying hello. So they're that's if I, let, if, I, if I let my team punch me and harass me in the beginning and thank them for it, they like me for the rest of the match. Okay, so, it's really weird. But I don't know. I feel like that's like if I was one of them, and a Genji did that to me, I'd be like, yeah, I'll protect this Genji. This Genji's cool. This Genji's <laughs> not gonna spam. I need healing. I like this guy. This Genji's got a sense of humor. <laughs> Exactly. Um, Not like Edgelord Genji over here. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it was good. Um, last night I got Play of the Game of Zenyatta for the first time, or second time. Anyway, it, it was good because I, uh, took out some character, I can't remember who it was, and then I healed, like, a bunch of my team and saved them from something bad. So I, I got Play of the Game for, like, massive heals oh, using cool. my ult. So I was like, yes! Support getting play of the game always feels so good. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's my pre-salt. It's short and sweet. Well, actually, I had a lot, but it's good. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, were you gonna talk about how you have achieved pro Genji status with your play of the game that you had on Twitter the other day? Oh my god, no, that's not pro Genji status. Though. You got play of the game with Genji. You're officially okay. a pro Genji. No, but what happened was I had just gotten the skin that day, and I was like in a voice chat with my friend, and we're talking, and I'm just like, oh, dude, I'm gonna be Genji, ha ha ha. And he's like, ha ha, yeah, do it. And I come into a battle that's like already half done and the team's struggling and I walk up and I deflect the Bastion's blast and kill two of his teammates and it's like holy shit I just deflected and you get play it was the game. and I get play of the game for it and it just blew my mind it's like why why does this because you're a pro Genji <laughs> don't I can't deny get play it of the game. I can't do it ever again like sometimes I'm good other times I'm just really bad like, it doesn't matter there's video evidence that you're a pro Genji <laughs> nobody I'll, can dispute it I'll, I'll call myself pro if I get play of the game two more times as Genji then then I'll say I'm pro because <laughs> my gosh it's ridiculous the video was hilarious because you're like I got it and you're like, I'm like oh shouting. my god <laughs> <laughs> you're like freaking out <laughs> it's so good like, I forgot because uh, well, I've been playing with like my headset on lately and I totally forgot that you know the mic's part of the headset so I'm just like shouting uh, yeah, that video was the best I was like yeah she's a oh. pro Genji <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying oh that's like uh, I was playing with some friends and uh, I have like the pixel Genji spray and so I, I put that down and then my friend she put down the pixel Mercy right behind him and we're like ha 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 and then her friend put down the pixel Widowmaker with like her barrel the gun her her gun barrel like at the back of Mercy's head and we're like oh <laughs> and it was just a really funny picture and right when I took the picture I got a message from some guy saying can I be Genji <laughs> oh, the yeah. funniest thing there ever. was like no part of that picture that wasn't funny <laughs> it was so yes. good like every bit of it was good I did end up switching for him and he was really happy so that was good it's funny. So yeah, okay. That's all my pre-salt. I'm good. <laughs> okay. All right. So salt time is go. Um, I'm starting off with I don't think the near DLC should be fourteen dollars, and I'm outraged. Um, is it just like outfits? I it's like three outfits, and I think there's like some arena mode or something like that. I'm not uh, sure what else is supposed to come with it. Um, that's weird. Like maybe a level or two, but like. It doesn't. It doesn't. To me, it doesn't seem like fourteen dollar. Mm -mm. What's it called? Like um, 
Like, I don't need, like, some, like, lingerie to be... Although the <laughs> the A2 um, outfit looks pretty dope. Um, and I then I don't lingerie, need another pair of... I think lingerie 2B is uh, supposed to be Kaine 2B from the original Nier. If I, am oh, I pronouncing it? that right? Is it Kane or... I don't remember. Uh, but uh, that character, <laughs> I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, it's, it's pretty, like... It's pretty Racy. risque. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't I don't really want it for that. And then, like, the A2 one, like I said, it does look cool. I don't really care about, like, 9S. I don't need another pair of shorts for him. Like, he's fine <laughs> with the pair of shorts he has. Um, yeah, I think it's, like, some battle arena stuff. I think you get, like, you know, I don't know, like, cool perks or weapons or something like that. Um, and then you get to fight the Square Enix CEO. So I'm like, <laughs> that's true. That's so weird. Yeah, I'm like for fourteen dollars. I'm like, no, well, thank I you. Know. Like, I mean, the costumes are kind of that's kind of expensive, but it, it's also including a like a battle arena and another boss fight. Uh, I'm not sold on it. <laughs> I mean, they had to was... put like actual work into it. No, it wasn't just. Well, I shouldn't say that, because, of course, making new outfits and modeling them and everything is actual work, but it's, like, more work, I suppose. They had to create yeah. this new boss fight in the new battle arena. I don't know. But... It's just... I think I would have rather them do new quests or, I don't know, add a new storyline somehow. That's um... a lot of work, man. That would have cost more than $15. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> saying, like, if I'm going to pay more, if I'm going to pay close to, like, 15 to 20 bucks, I want... like. Like, episode Gladio is only five bucks, and I feel like I would rather spend $15 on that than I would on... I would spend five bucks yeah, on well, this. Yeah, well, I think episode Gladio was going to be in the base game when they just uh, cut it out and took a little bit extra time to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> but... Because so, yeah, I definitely, I like... I've, I haven't gotten that far into Final Fantasy XV. My friend told me that you can tell where the DLC is because all the characters are suddenly like, I must leave now to go be in the DLC. Yeah, <laughs> Pretty much, I'm yeah. Now. <laughs> They're like, Fantastic. hey, Noct, I'm going to take a break. I'm catch up with you later. And My like, home planet DLC. needs me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> DLC. You're like, hey, I randomly yeah. found you again. Where'd you get that new scar from? You'll find out in, in the DLC. Know, DLC. Oh my gosh. That's pretty much what Gladiolus is. He comes back with a new scar. And you're like, he turns and new winks scar? at the camera really hard. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm 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 kind of salty about it. I don't think about it. Like I don't know. It just doesn't seem that cool. And then there's actually some imported salt that um, adds a little bit more to it. But where you access the DLC um, is kind of like important too. So <laughs> if you've gotten so far in the game, uh, you can't access it, and you have to start over. <laughs> so huh. That's weird. Um, yeah. So that kind of sucks. So I don't know. Um, I'm kind of salty about it. Um, I just, I don't know. To me, it just doesn't seem worth 15 bucks or 14 bucks, I should say. Yeah. Um, my next salt is the orphan of cause is giving me white hairs. <laughs> um, I know exactly how to beat him, um, but I just suck. <laughs> He's hard. Yeah, um, he's real hard. Yeah, I don't know. And then I got like, help, so I'm dreading it in New Game Plus because I've decided New Game Plus I'm gonna fight all the bosses on my own, and it's not working out. Ah uh, man, it's it's uh, and I got help, and the guy got owned real quick. And it's then, really tough. 
And I was just you, like, I don't know what I, I thought. The other guy seemed like he knew his like name was like Confederate something or other. And I'm like, well, he's a part of the league. He must be like the real deal. And this will got owned mm-hmm. with a quickness. Then I was like, well, maybe if I help other people, they'll help me. And then you just mm-hmm. kind of keep getting owned with a quickness. <laughs> I got too eager because we were all just like it was like three of us just like spamming the crap out of him and so I was like finally retaliation and then when he went into like wing mode or second Mm -hmm. phase mode he just slapped me one time with that umbilical thingy majiggy and I was like he's brutal you can uh, run pretty far out into the water oh yeah I'm 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 I think there's actually an invisible wall even I don't think yeah there there is is. you can't you can't go out too far but like but I mean you can't drown but like leashing like getting him to go out there and then when he does like his area of effect attack you can yeah sprint back towards the the entrance to the fight because a big problem I was having was that I would be up too far from the middle and then I'd sprint to the entrance and get hit because I just would run out of space. Uh, and then and I was like, oh like, my god, you can go out into the water. This is a game changer! <laughs> yeah, and what I meant by the invisible wall is that you don't have to worry about going out too far and falling off of a drop-off. Oh, yeah. If yeah. there's no drop-off, eventually you hit an invisible wall, so you don't have to even have to worry about dying. That's nice. Yeah. And it's just like, what I've been doing was I've been like baiting him, like so I'll go out into the water, and if you get a certain distance from him he'll charge you and then he'll do like this jump attack and it's it's almost like it's really like cheesing it almost like he'll jump over you and then all you have to do is backstab him and then do a visceral attack but for whatever reason i'm like the worst like i don't know i get panicked so i dodge a little more than i need to and then so when i go to do the the backstab i'm either too far away that i miss and then he turns around and like owns me or um, I start to do the, you know, winding up before and like it just glitches out and just swings at midair and doesn't even like aim at his back. And I'm just like, no. And then I usually end up using all my blood vials before he gets to his second phase. And then I'm like, well, I have no blood vials. So the second he hurts me, I'm done. Oh, um, dang. And then he also does this thing where um, he chucks like, I don't know, like something from the like uh, umbilical cord thingy mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have got that where he'll like chunk something at you oh yeah, yeah it's awful yeah and it's like no matter how how, how I dodge explodes. it I still get hit and I'm yeah. just like what the heck you like, gotta like dodge into it maybe I think I so cause that's the only time I've just, there's the really avoided it like, other than like getting lucky on like a side the dodge, timing is but... incredibly specific yeah mm-hmm. Because if not, then you get, and then like you kind of roll, and, and by that time he's already on top of you before you even get up. Yeah. So I'm yeah. Like, ah, man, like it's crazy. And I'm pretty sure it's like once it clicks, because this is usually what happens, I think, with all like, you know, Souls games, is the second it clicks is going to be like the easiest fight. It just isn't clicking, and that's it's not, frustrating. That's me. not what happened to me. I just got lucky. Did you? Yeah, I think I got lucky. <laughs> I had help. I didn't and get good. Just I just got lucky. Out. Uh, it's a tough fight yeah because with like Lady Maria like I don't know how many times I fought her and then like it clicked and then I'm like yeah. cool visceral attack visceral attack and then um, that's what's cool about that fight is that it clicks and you're just like yes but that same time you're like I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so sorry that fight's a little different 
Oh. Yeah, it's it's completely different, but like that's what I'm waiting for. I'm like, please click, and it's just not. And then he's he's still scary. I'm like, mm-hmm. I know it's just ones and zeros. It's some crazy guy that programmed this. It's not a real monster, but I'm like, right. he's going but he's, like, to get me. he's, like, screaming, <laughs> and it's just like, ugh. Yeah. Like, the music's it's really dramatic. And, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's, the walk-up to that boss is a little intimidating, too. There's You can yeah. hear Winter Lanterns in the background, and there's oh, all those yeah. snail people that are, like, bowed in prayer facing the yeah. entrance. It's super creepy. I feel it's so great. bad. They die when you roll on them. I'm like, don't yeah, roll, don't on, roll them. on them. Well, I didn't know. So I was like, I was monster? so, I was so like, tired that I was like, oh, maybe I'll roll and get me there faster. And, and I rolled on them and I'm like, dear God, what did they ever no. do to you? I didn't know they, they would were They were just minding their own business, praying to their deity. Yeah, and here and you I come. I murdered them. I know. Just the like the healing church. Well, Bergenworth. <laughs> just like the school. Bullish. You're just as bad as them. I know. <laughs> I felt so awful. I'm like, no, the snail people. I did um, the same thing. Though. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, no! I've, I've <laughs> never, I never roll anymore. But I, that one time, I'm like, I'm a monster. On um, here and there. <laughs> Yeah, so, and then uh, my last bit of salt is, um, it's it's silly, really, but for whatever reason, it, like, I went on a whole, like, rant at work today on it, <laughs> so I was like, I might as well share it, because yeah. I, I, like, legit got salty about it, and I'm like, I'm stupid, why am I salty about this? <laughs> but um, the whole pe- pineapple on pizza, and people being grossed out by it, or it's blasphemous, or you're a monster, and I'm like... Who cares what you yeah. put in stupid pizza? There's two kinds of people in this world, and that's people who are down with pineapple on their pizza, and there's people who are wrong. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> Which is you what it means. You can put whatever you want on your pizza. <laughs> I'm like, just like, have you seen pizzas in Japan? Like, they just go all out. Did you, you guys put see whatever that, you want. Did you guys see that pizza with the peeps on it? Uh, yeah, okay, I draw the line peeps. there. That's, yeah, I saw that. I think, yeah, all, I think we can all come together and agree that that's blasphemy and disgusting. That's and wrong. But listen, <laughs> Far if, worse. You, if you like peeps, then that's a pretty damn good pizza, so I don't know. <laughs> on a pizza? Yeah. Like, if you put it on, like, a fruit pizza, I'd be like, okay. Well, but you with know. Peeps, peeps and marinara sauce, man. Yeah, that's maybe, maybe it's a good combo. No, it's not know. a good combo. Listen, I put <laughs> kimchi on their and own. mac and cheese, so I can't judge. Like mac and cheese and kimchi is hella good. Well, so that's kind of those ones are a little bit more understandable than peeps because they're not sweet. Here's a good pizza. It's got like shrimp on it. <laughs> I'd actually, I'd try that. I'd try that. <laughs> but yeah, the peeps is a bit much. But... but yeah, I don't know. I just went on this like whole like. I'm like, who cares? Like, to me, I think it's more like the memes that are like irritating me now. But yeah. I'm just like, really? Like, who cares? It's pineapple. There like, was one I saw it... that was admittedly pretty funny. It was a post on Tumblr before I quit that website basically for good, which was um, they um, they had the guy sprinkling glitter or salt oh, or whatever it was, but he was sprinkling I've... pineapple onto a pizza, and then some, and then someone had. Like remove the pizza and had him sprinkling it into a trash can. Yeah, it <laughs> like, went on forever. It went on and on. It was pretty funny, just because it went on for so long. It went yeah. for a very, very long time. Yeah, so I'm just like, ah, I'm like, 
You guys oh, and your pineapple the, stuff. The, the peeps isn't so crazy. I found some Japanese pizzas that are using like sweets, but I don't know if they're doing the marinara sauce. You said the peeps one had the sauce and everything. Yeah, so sauce kinda... and cheese and all that. Like if it's a mm. if it's a like a pizza if... to begin with, it's supposed to be because like fruit pizza is yeah. kind of a big thing here, and they'll put like some sort of cream cheese hmm. like based thing on like a sweet bread or a cake or something and then they'll put fruit mm. or like you know marshmallows or yeah. whatever on it that's like okay but putting peeps on like a real pizza that's that weird <laughs> yeah my family does like they actually take like a sugar cookie mm-hmm. and they make that like the crust. yeah it's like a sugar cookie See, that's crust. Cool. yeah and then they put like the like you said like the cream cheese and then they put like I don't know, like strawberries and bananas and kiwi. Yeah, and I usually see like strawberries, blueberries, and kiwi. Yeah. That's cool. It's like so, a dessert. Sounds good. Yeah. It's basically just but, a cake, but it's really thin. It, pretty yeah. much, yeah. But, okay. But, yeah, that's pretty much myself. I don't know why pineapple on pizza got me all like <laughs> bent out of shape. Like, I legit went like on like maybe like a 30-minute rant at work. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like legit like I'm like do you like pineapple I'm like tell me I look at my guy that I work with Isaac I'm like Isaac listen to me man I'm like you have to understand pineapple is pineapple some people like pineapple some people like sardines I'm like what about the dead pig that you got to put on your freaking pizza did you think about that somebody murdered a pig and then gutted it out and put it on and then I was like I even got into like Spanish I was just like I'm like did you know salsicha in Spanish isn't sausage it's hot dogs so when you order it, it's like, man, the, the Mexican guy is going to show up. To, with, I need to get back to work. I, please. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, please, like, your cubicle's on the other side of the office. Why are you talking to me? I'm, like, I'm like, listen to me, man. I really I'm like, need to get started on these TPS reports. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, uh, I got to go make coffee. And he's like, but you don't make coffee. I got to make coffee, Jake. Stop talking to me. So yeah, I don't know. It was pretty ridiculous, and I'm like, I probably should share this on the podcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, great. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the end of my salt. Um, I got a new tattoo. Woo! Yeah, I got the beast and brace rune on my ankle, and that fucked up my ankle more than I thought it would, <laughs> and has completely derailed my 10k training. And my 10k oh, no. is this Saturday, so <laughs> May 6th. So uh. Hopefully by then it'll be healed enough for me to jog on at least most of the time. I kind of never yeah. really believed that I was going to be able to run the whole time anyway. Because I've never run a 10k before. Mm-hmm. And I think the longest I've done on the treadmill is like 5 miles. 10k is 6.2. Um, but we'll see. Um, it also kind of definitely in a major way turned me into a hypochondriac. As uh, <laughs> on Monday morning, I I kind of looked at it and it was all like weepy and gross. And mm. there's red ink in the tattoo that's kind of flush toned, which mm-hmm. makes it hard to tell if there's anything like me- me- like medically like wrong action. with it. And yeah. like to the point where actually one of my coworkers saw it and was like, "You should go to a hospital." I'm like, "No, it's supposed to look like that." I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, but uh, what's really not helping is conflicting aftercare information on the yeah, internet. Yeah, what they tell you to do? Well, like... I went to see the tattoo artist after work because I was concerned because it was like super uh-huh. gross. And he's like, oh yeah, it looks a little swollen. Uh, puts Put a little bit of Neosporin on it. Huh. And, um, you know, if it doesn't get better soon, 
talk to a medical professional, basically. But um, he, oh, another thing, well, he, what he kept saying was, you know, if it needs to be touched up, we can touch it up. And I'm like, okay, listen, that's not the <laughs> issue here. I know the touch-ups yeah. are free. I've gotten tattoos here before. But, like, my concern is if I have a staph infection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming, I'm going to the doctor with a broken arm. And he's like, oh, don't worry. We can, we can, um get rid of that mole on your back for like i don't care my arm's <laughs> broken <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um he said neosporin and i kind of like i have neosporin at home and i know it's not really supposed to be for puncture wounds which is what a tattoo mm-hmm. is so yeah. i go online like google neosporin on tattoos and there's a bunch of people that are like neosporin's the only thing you should ever put on your tattoo i tell all my clients put neosporin on their tattoo mm-hmm. and then the other, the other side of the fence that's saying if you put neosporin on your tattoo your tattoo will explode and you will die oh. <laughs> that is wild like for mine yeah. all, all they said was like uh well just get the uh gold soap or whatever like unscented and yeah then put, just yeah, rub a little bit into it. yeah. Well, that's what the guy said initially. He said, you know, use unscented antibacterial yeah, soap. Antibacterial. Clean, clean it off. Keep your hands clean when you're touching it, and put yeah. a little bit of um, oint like uh, like moisturizer or, mo- or unscented bit. moisturizer or something on yeah. it. Um, and that's like typical tattoo aftercare. But apparently, when you get into the specifics, the internet is very divisive. Yeah, oh. um, I'm like my brother-in-law is a tattoo artist, and he's the one who's done the tattoos on me. And um, he, at first, he would say get A and D. Yeah. Um, and because that's usually actually what he uses while he's tattooing is that he uses that like you know the cleanup or mm-hmm. especially like when you're done and he wraps it up, he like wraps you up with A and D or whatever. Um, but A and D can be kind of like greasy, I guess. That's the right word for it. So um, Aquaphor, which we're kind of talking about earlier today, yeah, uh, is uh, is a little bit better. I know you said you got the bootleg Aquaphor. Well, it's I got the Kroger brand. Um, that's it's the same thing. It has the exact same ingredients, but it was like four dollars cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought it, but it seems to be um irritating the tattoo more than anything because oh, because no. the internet was made me all paranoid about neospore and like I put it on last night woke up this morning tattoo looks a lot better and so I'm like oh great I'll go back to the aquaphor and then it got worse again so mm-hmm. um I'm not sure if that's the generic aquaphor or if it's just the red ink because red ink doesn't play well a lot of times yeah. like people always say that that if any tattoo ink color is going to give you an allergic reaction or be or irritate your skin or just generally be a nuisance while hearing it's going to while healing it's going to be the red ink um so or maybe it's just the location because it's on my ankle which has to move a lot i don't know yeah but um, yeah it could be and then i'm like is your skin kind of sensitive my skin is kind of sensitive Mm -hmm. Um, and my other tattoos are completely black work so i don't really have any kind of frame of reference with color yeah and um because i've because i've used the generic aquaphor on the one I have on my shoulders, which is also a high stress, high movement area. Although to be honest, mm-hmm. it bruised so badly that I couldn't lift my arms above like shoulder height for the first couple oh. of days with that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's but funny. I, I went back on up. went back to the Neosporin. It's doing better. Um, That's good. Feels better. Yeah. Isn't oozing anymore. Um, good. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. It was pretty gross. Um, but yeah, and then you know when I was getting it, I. There was a girl in the shop that was just 
having the worst time and oh. like crying the entire <laughs> oh, time. Oh no! And I yeah. and I'm just like, it's not gonna be me, not this time, because the last time I'd been in that shop, they put me in the chair like the, like the shop layout is. You walk in and there's some like saloon doors <laughs> that are like half heights. So you can see the entire area where people are getting tattooed, and I yeah. was in the one like right in front of the door, and I oh, it was like a two hour tattoo experience. This is the one I was just talking about that's on my shoulders. It was like mm. a two hour experience, and I cried for the whole last hour (laughs) it was bad the artist kept saying like you can come back another day and i'm like no i'm gonna get this done or else i'm never coming back yeah but i did it but yeah this time i was very determined i was like i'm not gonna cry this time and i didn't i didn't cry at all yay that's so good you did it yeah go me yeah oh man there's so many like crazy tattoo stories my brother-in-law told me like the one that comes to mind was and this was like the person had went to someone else they didn't say whether it was a shop or someone's garage but i'm pretty sure it was like a alley somewhere and they came in with their tattoo in a ziploc bag (gasps) okay wait like the tattoo like their skin literally came off and they were able to put go to a tattoo artist for that go to a fucking doctor (laughs) yeah exactly which is what happened the girl walks in and she's like is there any way you can help me because my tattoo came off and they're like are you kidding me your tattoo is not supposed to come off you're in the wrong place this is the place called the ER yeah I'm just like this is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life and he's like he's like and then he said it was like such a, he's like, I don't know what she got, but it looked like the ugliest octopus I've ever seen. God, that doesn't even like, sound like a real story. That sounds like a nightmare that somebody had. Yeah, but he said she came with the tattoo in a Ziploc bag. Oh my God. And oh I was just my like, God. I was no, like, no how did you not take a picture? that now. Like nothing, nothing will ever be worse than that. Yeah. That's I was so just like, gross. yeah. Well, well, maybe she was hoping they could just, you know, tattoo over it and it would go. <laughs> I don't know what she was thinking. But you need a skin graft. Oh, yeah. oh God. I'm just, my skin's yeah. crawling now. This is gross. Have you seen my eyes? I seem to have dropped them <laughs> yeah, in a bottle. I seem to yeah i was just like mm. i was like you're lying dude i'm like this yeah. is a lie and then like his co-worker was like no dude like he's like it was the grossest thing i've ever seen like, he's like dude her like her tattoo was in a ziploc bag dude. he's like wrap her mind around it like oh she walked God. in she's like she walked in and held it up like she was holding oh. up like a sandwich like <laughs> my tattoo fell off i don't understand how that could happen to you and you I don't wouldn't either. go to the like, doctor right but, away mm-mm. yeah but like he said like it just looked bad like as far as art is concerned he's like it was really bad and it just like he's like yeah just it, the whole he's like it could have been the tattoo whatever they used and then maybe the the aftercare yeah did they did they mix it with crocodile before they injected her like <laughs> i don't know but i was just like okay i've, come up, I've like, come up with one reason why you might not go to the doctor right away and that reason is you might be too busy throwing up <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know i was just like I don't know. Stunned. God. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Thanks. That's a good story, bro. Yep. Yeah. Like cool it. story, Hansel. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry about your tattoo as long as it's not falling yeah, off. Mine feels not. pretty good You're now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Neosporin is yeah, helping. But I was so. talking to uh, at Cliff Goldsmith as well today, and he suggested uh, Bapanthin, I think is what he said, which is like a diaper rash mm-hmm. cream. 
and yeah. uh, I didn't get a chance to look for it today, but hopefully maybe tomorrow on my lunch break I can go out and try and find them, because apparently it's the best thing. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's all that stuff is, because I know when I had the A&D ointment when I was first using that, my wife would be like, you smell like baby butt. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure like, a lot what? of it has similar yeah, ingredients. So it's like, yeah, it's like baby diaper ointment, pretty much. But, um, yeah. So now that we talked about that, what else? Is yeah, now, now let's move on to God. things that are less disturbing. <laughs> um, uh, linen. I've been trying to get some linen, just like one yard, for my Malon costume for the shirt, and it's been thirty percent off at Joanne Fabrics for like more than a month straight at this point, uh, which is too rich for my blood. I've been. I like to get things. I like to get fabric when it's at least forty percent off, yeah. or more. Or when it's not on sale at all, so I can use a 40% off or more coupon. Oh, so they're keeping it in that 30% limbo. Yeah, you can't use the coupon if it's already on sale. So I'm just really salty about that. I just just need a yard of it. Oh my god, Joanne's. Because linen's kind of expensive. (laughs) Yeah. It it ranges from about, off when it's not on sale, it's about $10 to $20 a yard, depending on how nice the linen you get is. Wow. So that's really annoying. Um, <laughs> we were talking about Persona 5 earlier. Atlas updated to Persona 5 streaming restrictions. Yeah. Uh, so you can you can now stream up to the end of November, uh, mm-hmm. which they, they said specifically they called it out as being the point where the game starts to wind down, so people got super pissed. But it's like, mm. if you're familiar with the games at all, you already know that's when the, the game starts to wind down because yeah. it's coming towards the end of the school year. That's mm-hmm. when that happens in those games. So I don't really understand the salt for that. Uh, but, yeah, that's cool, Atlas. When can I start taking screenshots through the UI? I know. I've had so many cool screenshot opportunities that I just have not been able to do. Like, it's upsetting. Just let me take screenshots. You can block streaming. I don't yeah, care. I'm not going to stream the game anyway. Just let me take screenshots of dumb bullshit I find in the game, please. Exactly. <laughs> Instead like of making me get off my couch and take best shitty part. pictures. Yeah, I've missed out on so many good pictures. I'm like, oh my god, this is so funny. And then, oh, right. I can't capture that. Oh. <laughs> I don't yep. want to use my phone. Oh. I salt springs eternal over that stupid restriction. <laughs> hate it. It was. A, I remember, and it seems to be a thing with a lot of, like... Like Japanese specific import games or something. Because when I got JoJo's Bizarre Adventure: Eyes of Heaven, the entire like last third of the game was blocked. Really? I remember being really pissed because I wanted huh. to take a screenshot of Funny Valentine doing something. I think, and I couldn't because the That's UI was so blocked. Weird. But only for the last third of the story mode. Oh, I was really annoyed. Um, yeah, I guess Japanese game developers hate streamers. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy that is crazy like yeah. streamers I don't know if anything like I'll watch streamers to see if a game like I don't know if I'll like it so yeah. I have to go out and just buy it and then be like oh this sucks like with uh, Neo I was going to buy it but then I watched Vader play it I was like mm, maybe this isn't for me so yeah, I was glad um, he was streaming and sometimes I'll do that too or sometimes I'll just watch someone stream a game that I know really well just mm-hmm. to see how they react to like, oh, I want to yeah. see them react to this one thing. I want to see this guy react to the demon room in, pers- in uh, Psychonauts. <laughs> but, uh, and then I'll leave, or whatever. Or uh, speedruns. I like watching yeah. speedruns. And so, 
I, but it seems like, come to think of it, that does seem to be kind of like a really big thing in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder if maybe that's it. Maybe it's just not that big in Japan. That could be it. Mm, yeah. But uh, speaking of Psychonauts, <laughs> I took a brief break <laughs> from Persona 5 because I watched a... And speedruns. I watched a uh, the Devs Play Psychonauts, the F- SMK speedrun video hmm. where the developers of Psychonauts watch a guy speedrun Psychonauts. That's um, great. It's a great video and I highly recommend it. Uh, it takes It's about an hour, the video, I think. Um, but it's it's really good. And um, I was like, man, I love Psychonauts. I should play Psychonauts again, just for a little while. And I've been kind of like messing around with some of the... I'm playing it on PS2, by the way. I have a PS2 copy. Um, Psychonauts. I don't think I played that. It's a really great game. Yeah, Um, I never finished it, but... The the last level's pretty rough on PS2. But, um... I have his goggles. (laughs) You have his goggles? You never played the game? Do you want his goggles? (laughs) Well, that'd be pretty sweet. (laughs) I I think I have his goggles. Well, because I got, like, a a loot box. Oh, you got, like, one of the loot crates? Yeah, and it had, like, his goggles. I'm like, this is cool, but I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) What is the purpose of the goggles? (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of that, Lubugs, I'm supposed to send Allison some stuff from one of them. And then speaking of sending things to Allison, I'm supposed to send some stuff to Chris. (laughs) So I hope they're not too salty with me if we're not. Yeah, man, if you don't want to keep those goggles, I'll take them. All right, cool. Yeah, let me make sure I still have them. Because I don't think I gave them away. It's just been sitting here. Alright, well, we'll, we'll DM about it. Yeah, But, yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> I've been kind of tooling around with some of the speedrun strats that I saw in the video. Um, the PS2 version isn't a viable speedrun version. You have to basically do the PC version because, uh, the console versions are locked at 30 frames per second. Oh. And, um, mm-hmm. unless you have a higher than that frame rate, you're not able to do the flying glitch, which lets you skip, oh. like, 75% of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Because the developers put in loading zones when they shouldn't have, and they didn't put in invisible walls in certain spots. <laughs> but um, oh, So you yes. can't do that, but there's a bunch of uh, tricks you can do with the platforming and stuff that uh, go faster. So I've been trying some of those, and like I'm so bad at them. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I cannot do them. But there's one I can do, there's, and it's ladder canceling, where you just like, you press circle to hop off the ladder and then you press X really quickly to double jump and if you can match that fast enough it's faster than climbing the ladder so I've, I got really good at that one because um, oh, it's just button mashing I can do button mashing <laughs> but the uh, like palm I spent like five minutes trying to do a palm bomb palm bomb distance jump that's a mouthful um, where you sort of do a, a ground slam on a slope and then you jump really like within a couple of frames of hitting the ground and you just like shoot off into oblivion (laughs) and you can cover insane distances this way but I can't get I got it once right before we started recording I was trying to skip on the lake you have to get to Mia uh, on the on the platform in the middle of the lake so you can take her levitation class and I managed to 
get it once where I hit the ground and just like shot off into the distance and I'm like whoa <laughs> and then I died because Raz can't swim but oh. uh and I missed uh. I missed the dock but uh <laughs> um yeah I just I can't do it like speedrunning's hard it's really hard yeah I don't even <laughs> try it it's too tough I, I mean, I've played this game a thousand times. So I'm basically just doing these things for fun. Like, can I do this? No. No, I can't. Um, but yeah, that game's great. You guys should play it. It's on PS4 um, for like oh, ten bucks. Me. Oh, I need and to it's get just, it. And it's just like a, I never finished it's just like it. A, it's not even really a port. They're doing like an emulation uh, through the PS4, oh, yeah. you know? And apparently it has some problems. Apparently the imp there's a bit of input lag. Um... But it's it still works and it's only ten dollars and it's really easy to get. Um, so yeah. everybody, everybody should play Psychonauts right now. <laughs> I'm it, I'm psychically trying to like manipulate you guys into playing Psychonauts. It's such a good game. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember when I did play the little bit that I did it was fun. It's funny too. Yeah. And then isn't it done by like the people that do Invaders? No. Zone? It's done by the people. I thought it was like similar artwork. No, or it's like uh, the people that did Grim Fandango, Full Throttle, Day of the Tentacle, uh, Monkey Island video games, Brutal Legend. Um, what was that one they just did? Broken Age. It's those people. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's it's fun though. Like I remember the little bit I did play in like. All the cool, like, uh, characters and stuff like that. Yeah, so. stay tuned for my uh, meat circus salts, because that level sucks. That level's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> they, it was so bad that when they re-released it on PC, they actually dumbed it down a little bit, because it was too hard. Really? Yeah. It's, oh, nice. like, the very end of Psychonauts takes this pretty steep difficulty spike, and, like, the, the meat circus in its original form, and I don't really know what changes they made to it, but, um... It was an escort mission through rising water. Uh, or maybe those were two different sections. Like I said, Raz can't swim, so you had to climb something where water was rising underneath you. And there was a character, like, throwing <laughs> spiked things at you. And then there was another section where it was, like, an escort mission. And you would have to platform up to an area and, like, grab this little rabbit with your TK, your telekinesis while a character with enough time for the character to grab him but while this character was running after the rabbit there were also these horrifying mutant like meat grinder rabbit monsters that were trying to fight him so you had to fight those off but to do that you had to drop the rabbit and it would run away and then you're up square one again like i'm getting mad thinking about this <laughs> <laughs> i almost didn't finish the meat circus when I first played this back in high school because it was so hard. Um, and then another thing I'm salty about is that I never f finished it 100% because there's one figment. There's like these little collectibles, the figments of the character's imagination. There was one, one that I was missing. I couldn't find it. Aww. It wasn't until I watched the Double Fine Plays Psychonaut speedrun video that I found out where it was. Oh, because wow. they talk about it in the video. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, yeah, I covered everything. That's all my salt that I put on the dock. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> um, 
I'm really mad at loot boxes <laughs> in Overwatch. Like, I am so angry. Uh, I don't know what it is, but this event was really bad. Like, I thought... I wasn't too upset with it at first, but then once I started getting so many duplicates, and, like, I haven't had this game very long to warrant all the duplicates I was getting. Like, it was oh, yeah. ridiculous. I got one loot box that was... I got two of the same, like, victory poses for McCree, and I already had it. And I'm just like, what the frick is this? Why? And then the rest <laughs> were all duplicates. And you get, like, no coins for your duplicates. You get, like, between 5 and 15. It's like, well, that sucks. Like, 15 coins for a legendary duplicate. Wow, that's great. When a legendary <laughs> skin will cost you, like, a thousand. So it's like, thanks. Thanks, oh, yeah. Blizzard. I've gotten and... duplicates plenty of times, but I've never gotten duplicates within the same loot box. Yeah! That's insane. It was awful. Thing, I took yeah. a picture. It's a cursed image. <laughs> I hate it. It made me so mad. I'm like, what is this? Why is this happening to me? And I didn't even get Tracer skin from loot boxes. I went ahead and spent my coins on it because I was like worried I wasn't going to get her. So I saved up. But, like, it was ridiculous. I didn't get Genji, which is fine, because I don't like Blackwatch Genji skin enough to use it. Like, it's fine, it's cool, but Oni Genji is where it's at. Um, <laughs> but uh, a friend of mine, she was playing today, because they, like, they extended the event a little bit, and she just could not get any good like skins or anything and then with the coins she was just short of getting what she needed and so in the discord group I'm in for mercy mains and such we're all just like this is like a bad event and they've all been playing for quite a while so it sucks blizzard please fix I don't want a box full of duplicates that gives me like nothing especially if I spent money on it like that's awful like I, I get that yeah. It's just Fire Emblem Heroes level of upset and disappointment. <laughs> oh, <snap. laughs> and that's that's pretty high up there. Like, ugh. Like, I get it if I've been playing since release and I had a lot of skins and voice lines and stuff, but I don't. I don't have a lot. I should not be getting that many duplicates. It's ridiculous. Um, but, uh... So that's it for Overwatch, but Heroes of the Storm, I cannot wrap my head around how to play. Like, I tried to play at lunch <laughs> yesterday, and my team lost, and I think it's probably because of me. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, mm, I press some buttons and things happen, I guess. And, like, my friend was teaching me how to play, and he's just like, oh, uh, hold the right right button on your mouse down and you'll you'll like run forward just keep holding it and moving the mouse where you want to go I'm like what I can hold it you mean I don't have to just click and wait for myself to get to a place and then click again like <laughs> I just don't get it I don't understand like can I just have like a bot that does it for me <laughs> I don't want it I don't want to do this it's fine I just don't I don't see the appeal in it it's not my thing but I need that diva skin <laughs> but yeah. so that's that's all I got on that. Um, last night I was playing P5 and I kept having a lot of trouble with this this monster that I was encountering. Like I didn't need to fight him, but I wanted to fight him. And uh, 
Morgana kept missing his attack, and then that would set me up to get just murdered. Because, like, I needed him to land that attack. I really needed him to land that attack, but he wouldn't do it. And that's a problem that's been popping up a lot, is, like, I'll need them to do an attack, and then they'll miss, and then the enemy will hit, like, my weakness, and then they get, like, four shots at me, and then they'll one-shot my main character, and I'm just like, no! Like, I know this is how it goes, like, this is how Persona has always been, but I don't have to like it. Yeah, that's the Shin Megami Tensei experience. (laughs) Exactly. It's just so frustrating. It's like, I'd forgotten it was part of the experience, because I haven't played Persona in so long. It's just, like, I'm just remembering now my fight with mods in Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne, where he cast Beast Eye once, and I'm like, well, time to die. Right? It's like, guess I'll die. Like, I have reset so many times. Like, I got so mad last night because I just could not get something. Like, guess I'm fucking resetting. And I'm... <laughs> it's like, like, I take a step out of the save room, run down the hall, fight this dude I don't need to be fighting, and then get mad about it. So, I don't know. I probably should have been fighting the guy. But I finally got him, and I was like, that's right, but now nobody has any SP. And I was like, ugh, please tell me I'm close to a boss. Because I don't want this dungeon to take me, like, three days to get through. But I think that's just kind of how it's going to be. They made these dungeons a lot longer. Yeah, they're quite Than, like, big. in 4. Which is cool, because in 4 I go in, clear a dungeon the first day, and then just spend all month doing whatever, and then maybe level grinding a little bit on, like, a weekend or something. But this, I think I'm going to be spending a lot more time in the main dungeon and then level grinding outside. I kind of feel like they wanted you to come back multiple times. I think times so. Because, you know, you find treasure chests that you need lockpicks for. Mm-hmm. And Morgana doesn't and let you And you can't be- do your <laughs> lockpicks at night because Morgana <laughs> keeps making you go to bed. Like, I was all pumped. Yeah. I'm like, shoot, I got like two weeks before I have to go, before I even need to go into the next palace. I'm going to have so many lockpicks. Oh, I think you should go to bed. I'm like... Morgana, we didn't do anything. We went to the train station. You're tired. No. I am not tired, you cat. <laughs> You're tired. Why don't you go to bed, and I'll work on some lockpicks. Yeah, don't cats sleep like 16 hours a day or something? You go to bed. Yeah. You Maybe I'll what? stop carrying just, you around in my yeah. backpack. We'll just leave yeah. you home. <laughs> and it's like, I just want to go down and use the bathroom. No, I think you're tired. It's like, Morgana. Please! The toilet is downstairs! Let me go to the toilet! I think you should get some rest. I... Please! (laughs) Don't make me use the kitty box. It's like an abusive relationship. (laughs) Kind of? It's like... I'm just gonna go, you're tired! The only thing I can do in my room is, like, take care of my plant. Oh, that's good, your kindness goes up. It's like, I can't do anything unless it's taking care of this plant that you made me set up and take care of. Like, come on. (laughs) Please. Yeah, everything uh, everything you do has to be at Morgana's will. (laughs) Right? Like, I love you, Morgana, but please, please just let me let me make these things or study for my exams at night. Like, and then and then he goodness. chastises you for failing your exams. Like, well, whose fault is that? Yeah, it's like, oh man, you should have studied more. It's like, Morgana, I tried. I tried so hard. Like, I was going to study the, the library, <laughs> and then I was going to go to the diner at night and work on stuff, but no. No, you said I was too tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's so upsetting. Oh. Oh gosh. And then uh I 
I'm experiencing that initial frustration that I think you had, Kay, with the mispronunciation of names. Oh, yeah. It drives me up the wall. It's bad. Like, at first it was like, haha, okay, this is fine. But no, not anymore. <laughs> Takamaki-san. Like, Takamaki? It's like, Takamaki. 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 It sounds fine. You can say it. Why are you saying it? Takamaki. Like, that is harder to say. Yeah. Sakamoto. It's like... What? Sakamoto. Sakamoto! And they, and they did just fine in the other games. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Did they fire their voice director? I They must have, but I don't know because one of the voice actors, like, God, I don't know how far you've gotten, but one of the other characters, like, he pronounces everything fine. The art he's student? like saying, Yeah, he's yeah, like, I know him. Takamaki. I'm like, Yeah, this guy. Knows how to pronounce Japanese names, but then even he messes up some of them, and it's just like, is your is the is the director telling you to say it this way? Well, because it must be because it's consistent. Because this is hurting me. This a hurts. Lot, a lot of those actors, <laughs> if I remember correctly, are people that have done voice acting. Yeah, for so they Japanese know stuff before, so they know. So it has to be the voice director. It's like Atlas USA. What are you doing? Why? Takamaki, please. And it's really frustrating because the dub's fine. Other than that. Yeah, and like I'm not having issues with the localization. Like I'm, I'm digging it. Like I usually do with Atlas. Like they, they do a good job localizing these games. I saw that goddamn JoJo's Bizarre Adventure joke you people put in there. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> like come on, <laughs> like it's good. And then we get Takamaki, Takamaki, Sakamoto. Taka, why? You know Japanese. You know it's ta ka. Takamaki. Putting the emphasis on the wrong <laughs> syllable. Yeah, yeah, it's driving me up the wall. It's just, <laughs> I am so mad right now talking about this. I am just working myself up. Like, oh! I just, I don't understand it. Like, it's, th- it's, ah, uh, it, it's like when. When I was taking Japanese in community college, we had to do like a video project, and so my group we did uh, a parody of Iron Chef, and it was Iron Chef Japan versus uh, English Bill. He was Ego Bill, and my <laughs> friend was going around mispronouncing things. He's like, "Wataishiwa Ego Billudes." <laughs> it's just like it's like that. It's like that. <laughs> but he was doing it on purpose. Right! So this is like ten times worse. Not funny. I am not laughing. I'm not laughing, Atlas. I am not laughing at you mispronouncing these names, which has... God! <laughs> yeah, I don't oh, understand so it. Mad. Like, they did fine in Persona 4 and Persona 3. Yeah! That's just it! They, like, come on. They pronounce Mitsuru just fine. It's not Mitsuru. Like, maybe if this, this voice director would have been Mitsuru. Hey, Mitsuru, <laughs> Sanpai. God. <laughs> Sanpai. Sanpai. I'm so upset right now. They managed to pay Yori just fine. Yeah. They managed... Um, it wasn't... Yeah, Junpei. just fine. That would have been the one they fucked up if they fucked up any of them. It would have been Akihiko. Akihiko. It would have been like... Aki. Aki- Akihiko. Okay. Yeah, Akihiko. <laughs> Akiheko? Okay. I don't know. Like, what the fuck? I'm fucking God! <sighs> I need to breathe. I'm getting way too worked up over this. Like, There's I had to stop playing last night. I was just like, I'm done. I need to stop. Just, 
I'm like, just fucking say to Kamiki one more fucking time, bro. I'm gonna. Mm. <laughs> Someone's getting cut. <laughs> like, I'm starting to skip dialogue because I just don't want to deal with it. Like, I'm just reading it, and oh, I was like, man. I don't care. You're gonna say that name wrong. I don't care. Yeah, honestly, sometimes I've been doing that not necessarily because of that reason, but just because mm-hmm. I can read it so much faster and I get yeah, impatient. and it's upsetting. Because, like, I like the voice cast. A lot of people I know, they're doing Japanese voices because they're like, mm, I don't really like the English voice cast, but this is a good voice cast. Yeah. Like, I'm really enjoying it. Like, Frick, Makoto, holy shit, her voice is awesome. I don't want to skip any word she says, so please don't mispronounce things. I think Sai Nejima's um, voice by uh, Margaret from Persona yeah. 4. I think that's the same yeah, voice actress. so good. So good. Those two are my favorites so far. Sai and Makoto. God. Protagonist even has a pretty good voice. Yeah, he does. When you can actually hear it. Right? Well, he actually talks <laughs> a lot more than any other he protagonist. He does. Yeah. Because he's like, I guess I should write it down. Mm. All right. Mm. Let me just yeah. add this. Mm. Let me just add this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's kind of cool that you get like some dialogue from him, like thought bubbles. It's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I like that. It's not just a random narrator it's his yeah which is really neat but that's all i got i got really worked up i'm I'm cooled down now thank you thank you for (laughs) putting up with me and my anger god i'm just gonna delete this i can't even look at my own notes it's making me mad (laughs) okay i've been cleansed (laughs) all right cool cool so I'm excited about this next portion of the show because it seems like we finally got it right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this time around. We got a prompt out soon enough for imported salt, and we actually got a really good we got a good turnout um, amount of uh, yeah. tweets. Yeah, thank so you. Thank you so much for tweeting at us and stuff. So uh, we're gonna get into listener salt, or as we're calling it, Yay. imported salt. And we're just going to take turns Fine going through salts it. fresh from Orizamar. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah. uh, the saltiest of salts. Um, starting off with, and I'm probably going to butcher <laughs> it's this. It's fine. This, I won't get mad at you. It's a tweet by, at, is it Cow underscore? Kogaro. Kokagoro? Okay, yeah. I was going to, like, I'm, we just talked about the pronunciation. Listen, like, you're fine. You're, you're not, not a famous some... voice actor. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Uh, yeah, I know. I don't do Japanese, yeah, anime. You're fine. You're not like a voice director telling people to pronounce things wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, at underscore Kokagoro. Or Ko underscore Kagoro. Um, we were talking last week about uh, the Chalice uh, Dungeons. So, they respond with OMG. I want to see the Dark Salt Chalice Excursion no. live yeah, stream. Yeah, gotta do that. No. And I'm like, yes. Come on, Kay. No. I'll help you. No. We do. And then Nikki can be like the, the leader. The three of we'll us can go like in Nikki together. Through. It'll be great. Uh... It'll be great. <laughs> no, it won't. I'm so overpowered. I'm in New Game <laughs> Plus. And so if we, we do okay, Password, well, I'll, I don't I'll have come any over sa- with all I, my badasses. I don't have any save files. <laughs> What? Okay, I don't why? have my New Game Plus save file anymore, so I have no, to. No, you don't need scratch. New Game Plus. I can, I can still, I can yeah. still connect with you from New Game Plus. Man, I don't have There's any. There's no like, excuse. I don't have any farming stuff. I'd have to farm all that crap again. No, we'll find it in the dungeon. Yeah, I'd have to farm for it in the dungeon. It'll be fine. No, it won't. 
I'll farm for yeah, I'll farm like for you. I'll fight the boss for you. Just stay alive. It'll be great. <laughs> the first, the first like three dungeons are I'll the worst. Do everything. They're so boring. I'll do everything. And then the rest of them are bad. So I'll do everything. <sighs> <laughs> I've turned I, I into a pillar it. of salt, and I am immobile on this. <laughs> it's gonna It'll happen. happen so uh, at co. Underscore Kagero. It's happening. We'll find out when and we'll let everybody know the podcast. <laughs> it's gonna be hey, Kay, it's, probably it's time weekend. For I think that's probably the best time. Are seen at 8.53 p.m.? <laughs> yeah. It'll be good. <laughs> so, I don't know who wants to take the next tweet, but. Uh, I can. Uh, next one's from Old Man Dark Souls, or. Uh, what? I can't even pronounce Step his... Vayu. Vayu. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah. He said, trying to complete some of the challenges in Spectre of Torment is bringing out levels of salt not seen since the Nameless King. Oh my god, that's that's good salt. Nameless King was a nightmare. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure what, what Spectre of Torment is. Yeah, what is Spectre of Torment? <laughs> it's um, It's the new, um, what's it called from Shovel Knight? Oh, oh, you have to play as a... Okay. Yeah. Oh no! And I can understand that yeah. being salty because uh, I've been watching the Game Grumps mm-hmm. play it, and uh, yeah, Aaron keeps okay, well, on to, dying. To be fair, or... Aaron can get salty about literally anything. Yeah, he's he can be salty really fast. But I guess like the uh, the thing I, I'm maybe I'm assuming he's having trouble with is that like I guess you have your kind of like an upward strike and a downward mm-hmm. strike, and then there's certain little elements that like you can kind of stay mm-hmm. airborne. But then as you're jumping, you have to make sure you're at the right place so that it shoots you up or shoots uh. you down. And I've seen it where, like, especially with, like, Aaron, there's, like, this thing where you have to race a guy up. Um, and he keeps on going down when he's supposed to go up. So I, can, I understand and so, that. Like, I couldn't figure out how to do, like, this double jump with um, Plague Knight back when that first dropped. And... I was playing at PAX, they had it set up, and I was like, I can't make this jump. This is the first jump in the level, and I can't do it. I guess I'm not buying this, because I don't understand. <laughs> Which made me really upset, because I love the Shovel Knight series a lot. All this... Yeah, and this new one looks yeah. really fun, and it's like kind of like a prequel. It's like you're going as a... What's his name? The Spectre Knight. Spectre Dude. Yeah, and then you're you're pretty much... Gathering all the bad guys for that's Shovel Knight so cool. fight. That's so cool. I love it. Yeah, that sounds yeah, great. Yeah, so. I need to get yeah. back into that game. Like, it's so good. I'm on the final boss, and I want to play all the, the new add-ons. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's from... I don't... I can't... How do I pronounce this? <laughs> At Den... I don't know. I'm sorry. Sorry, I can't pronounce your name. Uh, but they say when you get stalked by really bad bottom tier RNG through every game that has RNG, except for the one where you don't need good RNG for success. <laughs> <laughs> Who hurt you? Yeah. Let us know. Let us know for yeah. next episode. Well, I want to know what, what's hurting you. Please. <laughs> um, for the next tweet, it's actually a buddy of mine, um, Saul from uh, Nerds from the Crypt podcast. Cool. So I guess a little shout out to him. 
um, him and another buddy of mine, Nick V, and then the third co-host, um, Shell, they um, pretty much just talk about um, horror movies or shows and stuff like that. Everything from like stuff that's really scary to stuff that's corny. Like I think they did like, uh, um, what was it? Like those terrible Santa Claus. Santa's sleighs. <laughs> yeah, like Santa's sleighs. Yeah, and like. I'm trying to think of what other like funny ones they did like, but they do everything from funny ones to like legit like, um, whether it kind of teeter teeters on like thriller horror, mostly horror though. Um, so their show's pretty cool. I was on their thing for a uh, uh, Santa Clarita diet. Oh, yeah. Cause it's more, cause I'm ter- I, I don't like I don't scary either. movies. Oh, I love. <laughs> but them. I was like, crazy. <laughs> that was not really that scary. But yeah, I can't so. Watch it. <laughs> But yeah, the Santa Clarita diet was hilarious. So, <laughs> um, I was on for that one. But anyways, his is um, he's salty about having to wait another day for a trailer for the Dark Tower, especially after Idris Elba and uh, Matthew McConaughey went back and forth in character on Twitter, and dropped each one of them dropped their own Aww. teaser, which was kind of yeah. crazy <laughs> at each other. Um, but I guess yeah, tomorrow the actual um. Dark Tower trailer supposed to drop, and then he's also salty about having to wait till October for Stranger Things Ooh, season two. Yeah, that's a ways. It's yeah. gonna be good. Um, but Dark Tower looks sweet. I haven't. I don't know anything about Dark Tower. Me neither. I was talking I about Stranger Things is. season two. You said. <laughs> if, I mean, if Idris Elba's in it, then I better get on it because yeah. I like that actor a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch yeah. anything that he's in. I watched that weird stalker movie with Beyonce for him. <laughs> I can't watch. He was a bad he's a guy. Good Makes me mad at him. Guy, he wasn't a bad guy in that though. In the movie that I was talking about. No, oh, he wasn't. He was the one that was getting stalked. Oh, I thought he was the bad guy. Oh, it was some, it was some yeah, white yeah, chick yeah, that yeah. was the oh, bad guy. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. Wasn't he in another one with um, Taraji P. Henson where he was the bad guy? And he was kind of like stalking her trying to murder her? I don't know. I just, I just know I like Luther, so that was a really good show. Yeah. got weird, but cool, so... Yeah, because I think he was... Because I like Taraji P. Henson. I think she's a, a credible mm-hmm. actress, too. And, um, yeah, I remember I didn't want to watch it because I'm like, oh, I like her, but I'm like, I don't want Idris to kill her or her to kill Idris. So I didn't watch that one. And a really good one, have you guys seen The Uh -uh. Losers? He's so good in that one. It's so good. It's him. It's, uh, it's him. It's Papa Winchester. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Jeffrey Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I know who you're Winchester. talking about because you said Papa uh, Winchester. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That uh, one with, like, he's Negan all of the famous the people Dead. in it. Chris Evans, yeah, like, Zoe uh, Saldana, uh, Jeffrey Dean it. Morgan. Yeah. Before they were all, like, before oh, they all wow. blew up. That movie's so good. Check it out. You guys gotta watch that one. Yeah. And it's really funny. Chris Evans is, like, hilarious in it. He's, like, the comic relief, which I'm like, I didn't know you could be funny, but I guess he's a funny guy. <laughs> Um, so yep. I, I can. I'll do this one. Uh, this one's. You have to do <laughs> this, this one. This one's kind of a twofer. Uh, this one's from my buddy Adrian. Uh, at Rainer one three three seven. He says, "Uh, you guys want to hear some salt coaching Lost Panda mm-hmm. and how to play a MOBA?" <laughs> it's like, come on. 
Read the DM. Yep. (laughs) But wait, there's there's more. more. He sent this one to our fireside. Um, My salt of the week is Kochi Nikki in Heroes of the Storm. She goes into the turret and enemies head on and gets absolutely destroyed. It's all about positioning and teamwork. Also, this was in co-op versus AI mode. Just wait till we play against real players just so we can get that diva skin. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Getting dragged for, publicly. For dragging me on my own show. <laughs> but he's right. He's absolutely right. I don't... I mean, the turrets are firing us. I thought we want to blow them up, because you can attack them, and then they stop. But I guess you gotta do it in such a way that's not the way I'm doing it. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Yeah, that's why but I don't play you know what? Either. Bless him for sticking with me, because he's gonna help me out this week and, and get that skin. Thank you. <laughs> You're too good for me. <laughs> okay. Um, this one was sent to us from at JG Greer, and he says my gaming salt for this week is that I don't have enough freaking time to play video games. Between work going nuts, some wild family drama, and work on the house remodel to get ready for a party this weekend, I don't think I've turned on my PS4 for weeks. Thanks for letting me live vicariously through you while you play the games and get salty. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, Jeremy. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Hope hope your family drama calms down and all that. Yeah, seriously. And good luck with the remodel. I didn't get an invite to the party, did you guys? I want to go to the party. I don't think it the floors done. Me Last too. I saw their their dog was like laying on the floors <laughs> when they were trying to like <laughs> get him in place. Oh my gosh, man. Autumn made me laugh so hard <laughs> when she had that picture of the dog. It's like it's like uh Back to the Future where the dog's <laughs> fading away because it, it's like even the future doesn't want my dog in it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, so oh. good. This is like, yeah, my dog's like Marty McFly fading away into the future. <laughs> so good. Oh man! I almost sent a picture of my dog. Like this dog is so, like terrible too. Take this dog <laughs> with you, but I was like, man, I'm like, they didn't even need more dog. And their dog was funny enough. Um, yeah. Um, the next DM is from our friend Dave at Not Plus, who actually has two cool podcasts. He's got Monster mm-hmm. Dear Monster, I think is what it's yeah. called. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think okay. so. I was yeah. Like, yes. like, did I that is, yeah, that is the name of um, the podcast, which is cool. And yeah, and he's going through. Is he going through Dark Souls monsters right now? Because he just had uh, Doctor Faust on. Yeah, he did some dope. Dark Souls monsters. Another Twitter and friend he was doing um, Kaiju, or did that one get pushed back? I'm behind. I'm being bad with podcasts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's got that one, and he's got the one that uh-huh. I was stuck on, which he now has. Um, Crouching it, uh, Tiger. Um, Crouching Tiger it's good. Hidden I Podcast. Which is a good ass name yeah, for a podcast. And it's got, he's got, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's got our other buddy, Vader Van Oden, as a co host. And he's them talking about Kung it's Fu good. Flicks. I think the first one was, um, uh, what was it? It was mm-hmm. Hero, which is one of my f- absolute favorite movies. And then Drunken, um, Master. Drunken Master. So great movies to start off their podcast with. Yeah, I highly recommend one. it. Um, if he gets to Crow's Zero, I want to be on that one. I don't know if they're going to watch Crow Zero, but that's one of my all-time favorite flicks, so I want to be on that yeah. episode. Um, talking about my boy, the real Genji. <laughs> the but real. he says... Uh, I need to watch I don't know that. Guys I should, it's pretty cheap on Amazon it's so right good. now, so I should just grab it. Do it. 
Um, especially the first one, because the, there, there's two. Mm-hmm. The second one's not bad, but the first one is like it's it seems like awesome. my kind of film, like from what you were saying about it. It's yeah, it's kind of like a prequel to mm-hmm. a manga, and I think an anime called Crows, but I don't think they ever oh, brought it to bad. the states. But um, yeah, it has this really. It has all the cool like. The main characters that would be in the main one, it's kind of like, oh, they're mm-hmm. like freshmen or, you know, kind of thing. So it's, it's nice. pretty cool. Um, but his uh, his salt was, he's, uh, I'm salty that the new Neo DLC is locked between the last oh. boss. Even um, if it's end game content, it um, it is safe over... Okay, I think I think there's an autocorrect issue. He's a shade over. Yeah, yeah. He's. I remember he said that. He's like, it's a shade over, mightily annoying. Uh, At least with the Dark Souls and Bloodborne, the new areas could be accessed mid-game, and it would be up to the player to decide if their ability and stats match the content. Isn't that not true anymore, though? I thought Um, Ashes of Var, not Ashes of Varanda. What's the other one? The Ring City. I thought you had to have uh, access to the kiln. I mean, it was you needed to have finished the DLC before it or have access to oh, the hill. Okay. So if you if you wanted to skip the first DLC altogether, you needed to have beat the game. Because it, it's the, the difficulty uh, level is set pretty high. Where, um... How did you access... You had to at least get to the cathedral for Ashes of Ariendo, right? Yes, which you so could get there that's early. About, yeah, you can get there early, and if you're playing a normal playthrough, it's about mid-game. So, so like, a bunch of people were complaining, because, like, well, I could get to the first DLC really, really early and get through it, so why is the second DLC so difficult? It's because like, it's the end of the series! <laughs> ah! I still need to beat it, but, you know. Yeah, I haven't even story. touched it. It's good. It's good, I say, as I haven't touched it for almost a month because I can't beat I'm it. Just, <laughs> I'm just over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody was pretty salty about that DLC, too. But, um, yeah, and then he also um, added that he's irritated um, for Nier Automata because he had already finished ending E. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess it's a, kind of the same thing, like... Well, you have to start over to access the DLC there because oh. he already finished the endings all the way up to E. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> so, we feel you, podcast I agreed to read the long one. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> uh, this one's from At Morbid Beard. He says, okay, so picture the scene. It's a. I'm, I'm not even going to attempt the accent. It's a bank holiday weekend, <laughs> and I've withdrawn into my usual self. I've sat here in my fuzzy slippers, my pajama trousers, and my dark insight shirt. I haven't left the house in three days except to have a cigarette. I've finished these frankly astonishing little nightmares, and I'm roughly two-thirds of the way through Outlast 2 when it dawns on me. Outlast 2 is one of those. Bear with me here. You remember back in 2007 when Bioshock came out, we were all awestruck by the environments and how beautiful they were, as well as pieces of flavor text found in the form of audio diaries to give case-by-case examples of people who inhabited the city? You remember how it was fascinating to discover, by the means of 90 seconds of audio, how the world before us handled subjects like religion, politics, class distinctions, and how plasmids were treated like contraband, to the extent where we could distinguish the two major parties exploiting... Breakthrough sciences as a way to formulate an opiate to the masses of a society that has populated <laughs> rapture to get away from such things. Well, Outlast 2, a game that came out ten years after Bioshock, fails to give the player such vague yet specific story beats. Its flavor text mostly take the form of notes scribbled down. 
A chunk of them are deliberately misspelled to give the impression that these people are illiterate, but because the game wants to focus so much on the constant religious tonality, the interpretive commentary on the duality of what appears to be Christianity falls flat because it seems to want to take the theme of backwoods religious cults and flush out that con concept, but all it succeeds in is ramming its head up its own ass by subjecting the player to an overtly violent <laughs> means of hammering it home. I'm not a religious man by any stretch of the imagination, but I must confess to having a particularly strong affection towards all those cliches and stereotypes associated with Satanism. All the cloaks, candles, Latin terminology, and backwoods pagan cults just all look cool as fuck in media representations of them, and I'm all over it like a cheap suit. <laughs> to that degree, I love the aesthetic <laughs> of Outlast 2, but it seems to have trouble actually having a specific theme taken from the religious side of it, and using that theme to flesh out the characters mentioned in all the notes you pick up. Only one of them is fleshed out to a relatively satisfactory degree, and I hate it when games have such potential to make a story feel interesting and cohesive, complete with rich characters and believable motivations, only to have the game shit its pants in that respect, all for the sake of a bit of gore for shock factor. <laughs> I genuinely feel that the YouTube generation of this time has ruined games like this. We could have had such an interesting story here, but instead we've got a game that you'll come to recognize purely from YouTube thumbnails, with someone screaming and a title that's all in uppercase. There is a story in this game, but it's told so poorly because the developers knew that YouTube streamers want reactions and not story because it's not the story that gives them the content to make us a shock factor. And that's a real fucking shame. Rant over. I do want to say, I don't think that's YouTube's fault. <laughs> I think the game developers... Because, like, Outlast 1 was also kind of bad for a lot of the same reasons that I think um, Morbid Beard's trying to get across here. And I, like, I don't think that's really YouTube or YouTube culture. I think it was just kind of like they wanted to be shocking and edgy and mm -hmm. they just made a bad game. They're just relying too much on the shock for value and storytelling. Yeah. Which... I haven't played... I almost think it's a little bit of both, to be mm -hmm. honest. Like, like the first game, I think, was at a time when, you know, the whole YouTube thing was still maybe not as well, booming watched... as it is now. But everybody's... Yeah, like, everybody's... Especially with, like, PewDiePie... Being 15 well, he's a uh, he's not a good example anymore because he's kind of fallen out yeah. from not, grace no, a little like... bit. Um, <laughs> but like the fact that like it's it's like that that whole thing and then like Markiplier that's like they do these scary games and that's what well, I feel gets like... them. Like to be honest, like, the only reason why I know this game is because I'm watching. I don't know if you guys have heard of Dashy no. XP. Um, but this dude is like the most ghetto person ever and has no reason to be playing Outlast because he's so ghetto. But watching him play this game and him freak out, it actually makes it, um, I don't know if you guys listen to like Chomp Chain, but it's the same thing. Like, it's not scary, it's funny. And they were saying that like when they were playing, I forget what game, they are playing the first one, they were doing like this really bad like Boston accent because oh they're all from Boston. And it's like, it makes it so ridiculous that it's not like, scary like i think they're like oh we gotta go see the doctor i can't do boston I'm, that's terrible they're gonna shoot me <laughs> yeah like you know get in the cab pack the dag oh you know God. whatever like it makes it not scary so actually i don't know like watched, i kind of before i played outlast one i watched a bit of it on a twitch stream so that was definitely popular back then too it hasn't been that long i don't think didn't that come out in like 2010 something like that but um 
Maybe even later, because I think it came out on PS4, like, basically right away. But, um... Mm -hmm. Like, I... I don't know, but I I definitely agree with the idea of it (laughs) being... They're trying to go for a lot of shock factor. I mean, I mentioned before the podcast, and we were looking over this, that um, they seem to have a weird obsession with, like, genital mutilation in these games, because that was a huge part of Whistleblower, and it was a prominent point in the... uh, uh, E3 demo for Outlast 2 as well, and there's that sequence yeah. in the first game where the main character gets two of his fingers cut off and like vomits everywhere graphically in first person, like they they're very obsessed with being like edgy and it's just it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, it's not with like it's um what else like because yeah, when I first started watching Outlast 2, the voice acting was a little bit better as far as like him being like oh my god what the you know like freaking out but then like there's no story so it's just like you know what i mean like oh you and the first game's story like, is a okay, bunch of like, bullshit that's gross <laughs> i really didn't like the ending of that game yeah and it's yeah and it's like kind of like where i remember watching like resident evil 7 like the voice acting was really bad i'm like He's just, like, really calm about, like, having his arm chopped off by his girlfriend or fiancé. Well, I don't think that all of the voice acting in Resident Evil 7 was bad, because I think the Bakers were great in that game. Yeah, no, they were great. Yeah, it was just the protagonist guy. He was... The, I think the Bakers were, like, some of the best. Yeah, once it got away from them, game. I didn't really like it that much anymore. Um, yeah, that's, and I think that's... A, especially, like, when you get into... Uh, what was that? The girls part of the story? The, well, I guess it depends on, well, I guess ship? spoilers, depending on who you pick. Yeah, right. that part sucks. Yeah, the ship, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's like no bakers, you know what I mean? Because they were the best yeah. part of the whole game. But yeah, it's just it's just them just trying to be like, I don't know, like push the envelope on like, like I guess like the Saw movies is just more about like how are they going to kill you than they're actually yeah. being a story. And, like, and there's that's why there's like eight saw movies or 10 saw movies and same thing with like fast and the furious like those movies are so ridiculous but there's like 12 They're of them and... yeah, those are fun <laughs> i'm finally speaking up i'll, I'll, defend, I'll, defend, fast I'll defend fast and furious <laughs> they're at least kind of fun but, <laughs> how, dare um, how dare you i mean oh, i guess like... the main problem i have with the outlast games so i don't know have been good but it's it's like fast food. There like, was a cool. It's... I I will stand by. I think that Outlast had a cool concept of the camera. Uh, maybe yeah. I just like found footage films because I do. But um, I like that yeah. idea. I liked the idea of having to hide from. I guess it would have been better if maybe it wasn't an insane asylum. I don't. That was kind of one of the problems I had. Was like, why don't you just pick one? Because they had an insane asylum and a scary religious cult. Pick one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, because it kind of, like, loses focus, and um, there there was some discourse on it kind of being a little bit offensive as well. Um, But it's, like, just pick one, and it it could have been good if they'd just gone with just the cults, um, or just the setting, but they they had, they tried to have Mm -hmm. both, and it didn't work, and then they, and then ghosts, then, then ghosts ghosts happen. Ghosts happen? Yeah, oh, there's yeah. a ghost. Whistle, the wall rider. Right? Yeah. And I don't know if the ghost is back in two, because yeah. I haven't played it. But, uh... 
I don't know what's going on. At first, it's this weird, like, religious cult, and then, and then, of course, it's always, like, they go around, like, quoting, like, the Old Testament, and I'm like, why don't they quote, like, something from Paul? Yeah. Like, that would be interesting. Because the Old Testament like, is the one that's really judging I'm like, and, <laughs> and scary. Yeah, that's the one that's scary. <laughs> yeah. It'd be funny if they were like, grace and peace well, then again, you. I guess, chop your crotch in half. Is it Revelations that's all about the end of the world? That one's in the New Testament, so that one's pretty creepy. Yeah, that but... one's kind of creepy, too, but... Yeah, but no, it's just all this like yeah, um, like you said, it's like all this like backward, backwood like religion and stuff like that. And it's that. like and in the like, first game was like a progression. You know, it was like okay, like you're going to investigate like human rights violations at this insane asylum, and then all of a sudden they introduce the cult, and then all of a sudden they introduce the ghost, and it's like okay, back up. <laughs> <laughs> you you mentioned yeah. some parts that were like you have to kind of be stealthy and avoid getting yes. spotted um that made me think yeah. of this game for playstation 3 called siren blood curse i had to look it up um, isn't that playstation 2 i think they ported it to 3 oh okay so yeah it, it was 2 and then they re-released it on ps3 i think like in oh wow that google search a- turned up some shit <laughs> but i was watching a let's play of this and it starts out and it's like a camera crew and they watch some woman get murdered by these like cultists in this japanese town and they're just like holy shit and they're trying to leave and the story kind of jumps around because you're the camera you're like the reporter lady and her cameraman then you're like this guy that was with them with their daughter and then you switch to like this like college guy who was in the area and is just on vacation is like just trying to get out of the town and the first thing you have to do is like this police officer like they're possessed by something like this whole town it's like freaking weird and you go into this abandoned house and there's like a dead body and it's really spooky and you have to find a place to hide like there's good places to hide and then there's bad places to hide and it just made me think of that like this i don't know that's all i gotta say sorry (laughs) i derailed us a bit but the stealthness (laughs) sounded cool now i want to see more of this game and figure out how it ends because it was spooky it was spooky good with cult activities (laughs) And it didn't have like jump scares all over yeah. the place, and it wasn't gross for the sake of being gross. Outlast has a eerie. good many jump scares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is one part of that game that was actually pretty well done, and it's where you drop your camera. Um, That's cool. Because up to that point, you can you can use the camera for night vision, mm-hmm. so it kind of made me feel invincible. It's like, well, I can see anything. Cause oh, they they give nice. you. I mean, you ha- you can run out of batteries, but they give you so many. And it's uh-huh. so easy to conserve them. But then you drop it and you have to go through the dark asylum to find Ooh, it. That part was it. legitimately scary. <laughs> Very scary. You're depending on for so long. Yeah, I'd gone. been using it as a crutch. Yeah. That's to get cool. through the game, like, and then all of a sudden I didn't have it anymore. So that so like there are definitely good things in Outlast. I guess that's why I'm so down on it, is that it could have been pretty good. But it kinda wasn't. It's too bad. Yeah. Alright, we have one more DM. This one's uh this one's from Joan, aka uh, at Wrenchwitch. She had given me salt to share with everybody last week and, and I actually I, I actually remember that Jake and I talked about this off you the record did. after we'd finished yeah. recording. We didn't see it until later, so sorry, <laughs> Joanna. We're sorry. Yeah. And I'm Our sorry bad. for spelling your name wrong in the DM I sent you earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
okay, so Jonas say, um, I'm salty about Joker. This is having to do with P5. I'm salty about Joker not being a lady, or at least having an option for it. The story of Persona 5 has a lot of gendered abuse of women, both by individuals and in a more societal sense. And since the game is so much about breaking the yoke of society, I believe the work would be stronger if Joker was a lady. As it stands, it is a dude sticking up for slash rescuing a lot of women, which is still a ton better than the abuse. But why can't women do it for themselves? Slash one another. Yes. Yeah, you know, I didn't why? really think about this before she said that, but like, yeah, why not? Why yeah, isn't Joker like, a lady? Right? Like, holy shit. Like, you're just, like, not. I don't know. It would have gone with the game so well. Yeah, because your Joker rap sheet, the reason you have an assault charge on your record is because you beat up a guy that was trying to rape a woman. You didn't even beat him up. You, like, grabbed his yeah. shoulder and he tripped. <laughs> and well, he, he had, like, a bloody nose or something, right? I thought yeah, maybe he punched him in he, the face. But... He, like, fell over because uh... he was, like, wasted. And then he was like, oh, you fucking kid, I'm gonna... And it's, and it's like, <laughs> it's all about, you know, the abuse of adults towards... Yeah, and like the, youth the whole and... like the main the first part of the of the first palace is all about like sexual abuse of the students mm-hmm. and like... It's like physical sexual abuse of students because yeah, it's just frick, man. Let Joker be a woman, please. Like Persona three for the uh, portable game P three P, they let you play as a woman and that was really cool like they changed the story almost and uh since they had it on psp they took out a lot of the uh being able to run around through town so they've replaced that with a lot more story elements so you got all new social links for the girl um like junpei ended up being your best bro and it was like really really cool because like yeah junpei's my bud and Am I remembering this incorrectly, <laughs> or could you not have a social link with like Akihiko in the base game? Because I think you could. Oh, I, might, I might be maybe not. I, I like I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't remember. remember. I know you could get one with like if you were being the girl, you could get one with Shinjiro, which you couldn't before. Maybe that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Which is weird. It's like what you can't be friends with a dude just because you're dude. right, like, right. It's like it's so weird, and like you got to be friends with the uh, the sports team manager, and it was like, and then like the sports team, or like your your friend on the sports team was a was another girl, and it was just like this is so cool, like they had extra characters, but like they wouldn't even need to do that for Persona Five. All they'd have to do was like give us the option at least. You could just do a different character model. You could even keep it the same. Like heck, Yeah, honestly, I think it would be great if, jo- if like Joker's yeah. really feminine, same. you know, like I've seen so much really good fan art where it's Joker's a woman. And it's like the change is like slightly longer hair, just a little bit sharper features, like I honestly I would really appreciate it if they just used the same character model and yeah, made, made like, her really butch. Yeah, <laughs> please. Please. Like I would eat that like oh god, one of my friends they um they did some fan art and they were like uh Akira, which that's the name they're using in the manga. It's like Akira is a non-binary lesbian and you can't convince me otherwise. I'm just like fucking yeah, I'm here for this. <laughs> this yes, 100% in my heart that so let, yes. Let me pick 
pick my character's gender, but leave yeah. the character model the same, and then make all yeah. of the characters bisexual, so I could romance whoever I want. There, that's perfect. my perfect persona game. Done. <laughs> like, they wouldn't even need to change any of the dialogue for everybody else. They just have to be like... Just edit pronouns. Yeah, exactly. And that doesn't take any time at all, especially Control when you fine. think of... Yeah, it's just... And even if it's like, oh, well, that's a lot to voice. It's like, are you kidding me? You have, like, you know, people sit there to be like, oh, such and such used Maragabufu for blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's like, come on. Make it's you like, go loud. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on. If you're going to make a voice, I'm going to sit there like to get and the trophy. And a lot trophy. of the social link scenes aren't even voiced. Exactly. It's not hard. Come on. On, you're charging me so much money. Just, again, keep the character model. Just give a different voice. I don't fucking care. Like, God, cowards. Atlas, you're cowards. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I'm so mad. Oh. Between this and mispronunciation, I am just. They have like this opportunity and like they tease it and they don't do it. And then every game so far is just like, oh, here, we're going to queer bait you so hard and then give you a really not good representation of I a queer character. I think the saltiest I ever got over Persona 4 was when I found out there was dialogue left in the game where like, or like in the script or something where Yosuke was going to be a uh, love interest mm -hmm. and they cut yep. it out. I'm like, yep. man, why not let me be Again, gay? Again, just let... <laughs> <laughs> Let us decide. Like I don't care. Like, shoot. But just let me, just let me be a lady, dating Makoto. Please, please, <laughs> please, God. Let please. me self-project. Like, yeah, an IMAX. exactly. <laughs> like, come on, please. Her and Mitsuru. Those are my persona bays. And oh my God, I said it the other day. I think Makoto is like she's just a step above Mitsuru as number one Persona Bay, and that's like blasphemy. Because I've loved Mitsuru since 2007. <laughs> so... I didn't even realize how much I project onto stuff like that until uh, Life is Strange came out. Because people talk shit about Life is Strange all the time oh, yeah. for the dialogue. But, like, I was scarily invested in that lesbian <laughs> relationship, man. Like, yeah. So I didn't even invested. know there was one. And, like, friends I was following on, like, Tumblr, they got really invested. I'm like, holy shit. Holy shit. It's real. I'm, like, secondhand <laughs> invested in this game. Because <laughs> they were so into it. Uh. I don't care what people say. The dialogue is hella good. <laughs> Epic fail. Like, oh my god. Yeah. The 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 right. I will yeah. <laughs> not defend the writing in Life is Strange. Like I like the story, but the dialogue is god awful. I've I've been told like Chloe says hella a lot. She says hella a lot. That's funny because I say hella a lot. Is that but, like that's like the least I do too. Thing. Oh, it's it's like a West Coast it? thing. Okay. It's I don't. A West Coast I don't. Thing. I don't have as much of a problem with hella. It's got to be because I've been saying hella since like fifth grade. So, I'm I'm more thing. upset yeah. about the epic fail it's like, and yeah, epic other fail. like assorted. Like don't put don't put memes in your game. I say epic fail. Don't put memes in your game because they're going to be outdated like <laughs> two years before the game even comes out. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at you, watchdogs. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Fire Emblem Fates, with your shitty ass fucking memes in wartime. Go fuck yourself, God. Sorry, like the, I'm one of the characters <laughs> in Watch Dogs Two. Has a why you know face <laughs> on his vest. Like people stopped caring about the why you know 
like 4chan image macros like 10 years ago as far as i'm concerned (laughs) at least five the game's probably been in development for oh, that long, man. honestly. So that's why you don't put memes in your game, because they're going to be out of vogue in like two months anyway. And then your game comes out three years later, yeah. everybody's like, ah, this game's really old. They, they dated it, so... Just dating it too bad. I got man, really got worked, worked up. up. <laughs> I was like feeling good coming into this, and I got myself all worked up. Isn't that what this is for? Yeah. Persona, Persona 5. 5. I love it. Man. I love it, but... And that's why we were so hard on it. Yeah. Because we know it could be better. It had so much potential. Yeah. I just... Oh, and it's still good, please. but it could have been even better. Yeah, it could have been so much better. And it's just yeah. getting frustrating at this could've point. It could have been better. Like, gayer. Could, yeah, see? <laughs> honestly, games in general, just make it gayer. Like, come on, Mass Effect, get with it. Just let... Don't... Don't give me the super butch-looking character and then be like, no, she's straight, you can't date her. Yeah, people complained about the whole Dragon Age 2 thing where everybody was bi, but yeah! like, I kind of love it. But it, not everybody was bi, because the uh Yeah, you could download lady, a heterosexual. You can't. you can't. It's like, hmm, fine, oh, her. thanks. But then I, I'm, like I'm thinking of Sebastian, who you would have to buy separately. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird thing. You wouldn't download a heterosexual. I would, I actually. The- yeah. <laughs> the worst part is like when they pat themselves on the back for it's like, see, we have we have the gays. Good job, us. Oh, not that one. Not not that one. It's like, come on. Come yeah. on. Like with Fire Emblem, <laughs> it's so easy. Just let let me have Lucina marry Severa. Come on. Their kid would be so fucking unstoppable. I don't even I'm And don't fucking about worry stats. about like, the biology of it, because this is Fire Emblem and there's magic. Yeah, we already had freaking Dragon Realm with Fates. Like, just get out of here. I'm had, pissed like, off at the Dragon, dragon Realm. Dragon-human crossbreeds and Path of Radiance. Fire Emblem. Yeah, Path of Radiance was... Yeah. See? It doesn't matter. It's... Magic. I'm done. I'm done. I need to... I'm going to take a deep breath and calm down. <sighs> <laughs> Well, with that, why don't we bring them? Earned about two code. hours of pure, unadulterated salt from Marzamar. Yeah. I yeah. got some rage in here. Like if I had a table, I'm sitting on my bed while we're recording this. I would have flipped it. You would flip it. I was gonna say, I'm like with all this like P5 salt. You're probably like, and I've well, I mean, you know, P6, I've had P5 so. pre-orders since the day pre-orders went up. So. Oh. So, well, right on. So, you know, again, thank you, everybody, for your DMs, your emails. Um, if you are on Fireside, you can um, – there's yeah. a little contact tab. Uh, you can fill that out. It, it sends it straight to us. If you want to just go, you know, DM us on um, Twitter. Um, I realized that <laughs> it was set to private, and so now it's, like, open. Um, so you can just hit us up. You don't actually have yeah. to follow us, but you should. So you can see Jake's and, um, amazing preview videos and, yeah. for the podcast. They're so week. good. <laughs> My They're preview so good. videos. I look I'm forward not to them about every week. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so this this one, this I don't know. The one for this one should be good because it's probably going to be <laughs> Nikki just blowing up. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm going to play where you're... Yeah. 
I'm like, there's some, <laughs> some pretty hot takes from me in the P5 salt. I didn't even think I would so, have that much P5 salt aside from just the mispronunciation, but boy, was I wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got fired up. So uh, yeah, so check us out on the yeah. So on contact tab, you can hit us up if you want to just send us a, a email. We're at the salt report at gmail dot com. Twitter um, at podcast salt. Not to be confused with at the salt report Dang. because somebody beat us to that stupid poor thing. So we had to go with podcast salt. Yeah, thankfully he yeah. at all of our. It's probably embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah, you otherwise we might yeah. not have ever seen it. So but. definitely find us. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, hit us up at Podcast Salt. Um, and we're also on Instagram. So check that out. Um, we're probably going to start putting more pictures on there. Like if Atlas yeah. would get on their freaking, get off their high horse, we could have I'll cool just start P5 posting bad pictures. But anyways. And yeah, be mad same. about it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. Um. I also have my really cool Morgana gift oh, that you, I made. You made that? That's so or great. Or whatever you want I didn't to call realize it. you made it. That's like yeah. ten times better now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you look tired. You should sleep. It's and I made so it like good. all creepy when he says sleep. Or he says sleep. Uh, yeah. So you guys should follow us for the, the cool P5 right. gifts we make. Um, and then, so if you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Lionheart. <laughs> Or on um, YouTube at El Cheapo Games, where I have uh, nerdy raps about video games. Um, I have a new um, Crow Mom song, so um, I'm surprised people liked it. I was super anxious about it, and I thought everybody was going to hate it, but people liked it. So, <laughs> yay! <laughs> um, and, yeah, and stay tuned, because I'll probably have more information about that Bloodborne mixtape I'm yes. putting out, so... That's right, me. You can find me at Humanity Upgrade on Twitter and on Twitch. Um, that's basically it for now. Uh, I'm not exciting. <laughs> I'm, I'm interrupting. I'm sorry. You just not <laughs> exciting. I'm sorry. No, We're case for follow. Case for follow. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you can find me at Lost Panda on Twitter. And then I have like a bunch of other spots and they're all different names so you know you can just stick to twitter for now <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that brings uh, the podcast to a close again thank you everybody yes, for your you. dms yes. and tweets and um if you're on itunes uh five stars please and uh, leave a review uh, it really gets our name out there. It, it pushes us up on the charts and gets gets us more, um, you know, people checking out our podcast. And we really appreciate appreciate yeah. it. And tell and your friends you about it. So, yeah. <laughs> tell your friends, yeah. And if you guys, if you guys are feeling salty, just hit us up at Podcast Salt, and we'd love to share your salt yeah. on the different games you're playing. And um, yeah. so keep <laughs> it salty, everybody. Bye. And we'll see you next week. Podcast title su suggestion: Find Dwarven Salts Fresh from Orzammar. 